and get the items from a family-owned company. We help people walk away from the big box conglomerates. We can shop factory direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer. Family-owned companies put their customers first, not Wall Street investors. Let's together cut off their cash flow. We can choose to help regular people by shopping with family-owned businesses and buying products made in America. Call 718-869-9020 or visit Switch, the number 2 USA. Switch to USA.com. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio LLC. To save his life, call his wife in Nothing to say, but what a day How's your boy been? Nothing to do, it's up to you I've got nothing to say, but it's okay Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Ringside Politics with a Punch And your host, Jeff Couer well past 25 years of broadcast experience under his conservative belt and still packing a punch. He's the host of Ringside Politics with a Punch, writes for townhall.com, and has a new book, America's Last Chance. Jeff also has his own YouTube channel. But even with all that going on, he hasn't forgotten his listeners. The ones who opine every day right here on WGSO. Call Jeff Guerre right now at 556-9696. Go to a show, you hope she goes. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. Good morning. Welcome. Happy Thursday to you. Uh, Jeff Cruer here. It is Ringside Politics on the Airwaves. Uh, WGSO, 990 AM, WGSO.com. And let's welcome our friends on the Mixer app that you can uh, download from the Google Play Store, Apple App Store, and take us with you on your phone wherever you go. All right, we're going to be busy today. We've got some awesome guests joining us, uh, interesting clips to share with you, lots of topics uh, lined up to discuss Hey, but be complete. We want you on board. Here's how you do it. Just pick up the phone. Give us a call. 504-556-9696. That is your ticket into the program. And Jeff at WGSO.com is the email address. So we look forward to uh, sharing uh, your phone calls, emails here on the program. All right. As we kick off here today, uh, wow, some big news. Uh, the southern border will be uh, hopping today. <laughs> Lots going on at the border. Uh, Eagle Pass is where President Trump is going to be. Uh, there have been uh, 2,106 apprehensions there in the past five days, and creepy, sleepy, Uncle Joe Beijing balloon Biden will be going to Brownsville, Texas, where there's only been like 46. Not exactly uh, hopping at uh, Brownsville. So uh, Biden will be going there to say how secure things are, and Trump will be going to Eagle Pass to show the reality of what is going on. 504-556-9696. This happens just a few days after the death of Lakin Riley, which should be a name all Americans know. 
certainly as much as George Floyd was a name Americans knew. George Floyd, of course, was um, promoted as a saint, St. George Floyd, as uh, someone who was um, beaten to death by a vicious police for no reason. That was pretty much the narrative. And uh, police had been doing that to African-Americans uh, for years, targeting and killing African-Americans because of a racist uh, mentality. That was the uh, narrative. Even though um, several of the police in the uh, George Floyd incident were not white. And uh, he had a long uh, rap sheet. Uh, he was on drugs that day. He had COVID, if I'm not mistaken, as well sickly individual on that day and uh, of course the narrative was that this uh, cop uh, targeted him and killed him and then there were riots throughout the country and there was chaos throughout the summer of 2020. Fast forward to 2024 and a young girl going out for a jog uh, targeted and killed by an illegal should have been deported wasn't. Uh, he was uh, allowed to stay here after committing crime in the country. And uh, he uh, now is being charged with murder. Should have never been in the first place. Deported before the event, uh, the, the tragic murder. Didn't happen. This is happening all over the country. We are seeing uh, law-abiding Americans uh, being targeted uh, and killed by illegal aliens that are here. Venezuela is emptying their prisons, and they're coming here and committing crimes. New York City, they're attacking police officers right and left. And when they get released from prison, they're uh, giving the double bird salute to the American people, which is uh, to add insult to injury. So media is trying to cover it by saying mm, this exposes the dangers of uh, female joggers. What? Yeah, that's what they're that's what they're saying. And uh, not mentioning until the thirty seventh paragraph that he is uh, in illegal from Venezuela. So that's our media for you: corrupt, biased media, and uh, one that also um, intensified the incident back in twenty twenty and made things worse and led to chaos uh, around the country. And then when they covered it, of course, didn't cover the truth. Remember the CNN reporter in front of the burning building uh, saying that it was a mostly peaceful riot as the city was in flames behind him. Yeah, mostly peaceful. 504-556-9696. Police still haven't recovered. Still haven't recovered from that summer. Still haven't recovered from the narrative of people like Kamala Harris uh, targeting police. We still don't have enough police officers. We... Have here in this state the governor declaring a uh, state emergency in Louisiana. There's not enough police officers. And that's the case over. So it led to you know, a serious decline in safety in many cases for African Americans themselves in uh, urban areas that targeted for crime. With the case of illegals, everyone is suffering. And we're talking about uh, African-Americans. We're talking about other minorities. We're talking about uh, folks uh, in sanctuary cities where these uh, individuals are, um, you, know, you know, flocking to. And um, there's no policy there to, in any way, um, prevent them from coming. 
So we've got a massive crisis that the media is not covering. And uh, we've got an incident here in Kenner where we're going to have the police chief on uh, soon. Where the police chief in Kenner, Keith Conley, is going to tell us uh, exactly uh, what happened here where an illegal from Honduras um, stabbed uh, an individual uh, and then he raped a 14-year-old girl. According to authorities, he's accused of this. And uh, this is just indicative of the problem now Kenner and other places are facing with uh, illegal aliens that don't have any records, don't have any ID, have uh, language difficulties, uh, taxing their uh, resources as far as uh, dealing with it, and putting their citizens at risk. 504-556-9696, what do you say? So the other big story, of course, occurring at the Supreme Court where President Trump, uh, in my opinion, had a big victory. And uh, this is a victory concerning this uh, immunity case that they've agreed to uh, take up. So that will now put the Jack Smith trial on hold. And many people say, including Jonathan Turley, I don't see how they can start the Jack Smith trial before the election. Which, of course, what the Democrats had been trying, uh, you know, putting all their efforts into, into getting Trump locked up before the election. Now, their other ploy, you know, if these uh, legal cases don't go forward and the civil cases don't bankrupt him, is to kick him off the ballot uh, everywhere. And Illinois became the third state to kick him off the ballot. And uh, the reason is because he committed uh, insurrection. Was he uh, convicted of insurrection? Of course not. And what exactly is insurrection? Is insurrection where you tell people to peacefully and patriotically make their voices heard when you ask for National Guard to come for safety, when you tell people to leave in peace and support law enforcement? That kind of insurrection? When you send people there with Bibles and flags and not weapons, and you talk about... Uh, a stolen election, not uh, overthrowing the government or harming anybody, that kind of insurrection. Yeah, that's what he's uh, charged with by this Cook County Democrat judge, uh, where obviously we cannot get justice in um, blue cities, it looks like to me. And by we, I mean people that are, support President Trump, the MAGA movement, and uh, it's obvious from the, the targeting that is going on, uh, this is not stopping. So what do you say about all these issues? A lot on the table here this morning. We're going to be uh, jam-packed. Plenty more coming your way. And we look forward to your phone calls at 504-556-9696. Let's take care of some business. Quick timeouts. We'll be right back. If you need storage, there's no place safer or more convenient than Clearview Mini Storage. It's locally owned and operated, open seven days a week, 6.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. You can get storage units of all sizes for every need, and they have the best prices in Metairie guaranteed. It's monitored 24-7, and for a second floor unit, your first month is free. Contact my friend Tony at 455-2759, that's 455-2759, or learn more at clearviewministorage.com. 
you want to overcome obstacles, thrive, and live a life aligned with your deepest values, then let me recommend Stewart Life Coaching, led by its dedicated owner, Edwa Stewart. She's committed to empowering individuals to achieve their full potential, lead fulfilling lives. At Stewart Life Coaching, the emphasis is on fostering a positive mindset, resilience, and effective goal setting. Edwa understands today's fast-paced world and challenges, but through one-on-one sessions, her clients are guided to discover their strengths, overcome obstacles, and create meaningful, sustainable change. At Stuart Life Coaching, clients are encouraged to explore their values, aspirations, and personal narratives to unlock their true potential. Stuart Life Coaching provides a personalized navigation system for life, offering support, insights, and strategies to help you navigate your unique path and achieve a fulfilling and purpose-driven life. For more information, contact Edwa at 504-578-0006 or visit edwastewart.com. On March 23rd, voters in Metairie, Harahan, River Ridge, and most of Kenner will elect a new judge for the 24th Judicial District Court Division D. Jerry Smith is proud to be a candidate in this important election. Jerry has extensive experience litigating both civil and criminal matters. He spent 13 years representing the state of Louisiana as an assistant district attorney, prosecuting some of the region's most violent criminals. Jerry Smith is a lifelong Republican, a Jefferson Parish homeowner for over 20 years a loving husband and father who has dedicated his time and talents to the community. He is founder of a Hogs for the Cause fundraising team that has raised over $100,000 to assist families battling pediatric brain cancer. Jerry Smith's legal career and professional reputation in the community emulate the values he prioritizes in raising two young boys. Integrity, the value of hard work, and respect for others. For more information, visit jerrysmithforjudge.com. Paid for by the committee to elect Jerry Smith. It's Jeff Cruer. After 21 years on the air and 21,000 interesting guests, I'm still fired up every day to host the Ringside Politics program. I take on all sides, take on the mainstream news media, the deep state, those who want to destroy our country. If you support this fight, I'd love for you to come on board as a sponsor of our show. You can reach our great audience and help sustain a program that will never be part of the liberal media. To participate, contact me at jeff at wgso.com. Thanks for your support. You know, they say opinions are like, you know, flowers. Call 556-9696. Call Ringside Politics with a Punch and Jeff Cruer now. Welcome back. So, uh, Joe Biden, creepy, sleepy, Uncle Joe Beijing Balloon Biden uh, had a physical And uh, he was uh, given a clean bill of health by his physician who uh, said he's just in great shape, just in great shape, really great shape. He's awesome. And, of course, uh, we see something that (laughs) looks totally different, do we not? And uh, cognitive tests, we've been calling for a cognitive test. What's the cognitive test results? Where are the cognitive test results? Well, they didn't take a cognitive test because uh, the press secretary and the doctor and Joe Biden, everyone says he doesn't need it. <laughs> he doesn't need one. Uh, despite what the special counsel said, the guy had massive memory problems and was uh, so mentally incompetent, uh, he couldn't stand trial. Uh, he's competent enough uh to lead the country and not have a mental competency test, even though he's not competent enough to stand trial. You see how that works? 
504-556-9696. Jeff at WGSO.com. Jeff at WGSO.com. Uh, Mary writes in, Biden is trailing Trump to the border. It's a race to the border, Jeff. Give me a break. Yeah, I hear you. Jeff at WGSO.com. Jeff at WGSO.com. And, um, yeah, I mean, uh, it is yeah, pretty, uh, pretty apparent uh, he's going there because, yeah, you had uh, Donald Trump say he was going. Ms. Kathy writes in, uh, blue-collar uh, Hollywood crew members are reportedly struggling to find work as the end of peak TV, uh, plus the deep budget cuts across major studios have brought about a marked slowdown in production. Yeah, well, their production sucks, most of it. And it is uh, really uh, nasty, uh, woke crap, most of uh, their so-called production. And uh, a lot of people just aren't (laughs) interested. So, yeah, they're having a hard time, and I'm sorry good people are, but uh, a lot of these filmmakers uh, have a horrible uh, agenda the American people aren't accepting. Uh, Bill writes in, uh, the Venezuelan homicide rate, the lowest in 22 years after its gangs migrate here. Yeah, that is uh, exactly the case. Jeff at WGSO.com. Jeff at WGSO.com. Ms. Janice writes in, uh, woke school urges students to stop using gendered terms, mom and dad. Glad they didn't pull this when I was in school, but then it was Catholic, not woke public. Jeff, this is an indoctrination. This is insanity. And uh, yes, this is a report of um, an elite New York City school warning their staff, students and parents, to stop using very targeting and triggering words, mom and dad, because they're inappropriate. It's a Grace Church school. Now, just imagine this. You're a mom or a dad. <laughs> you're, you're sending your little one there. Your little one there is getting educated there from K through 12. You're spending $57,000 a year. And the uh, administrators are urging you to use words not mom and dad or instead use grown-ups folks family or guardians use that grown-ups folks family or guardians don't use mom or dad city journal reported in a 12-page memo how woke ideology is uh, influencing elite education uh, todd starnes uh, wrote a book about this and has been reporting on it The traditional family is an outdated term, says the guide. We actively try to undo notions of a typical or normal family structure. Each family is unique. The memo warns that sexuality can be fluid uh, along the course of a person's life, giving scenarios and instructing them how to respond. Yeah, I had to fill out a survey for something. And uh, one of the questions was male, female, or fluid. Ridiculous. Within a massive list of phrases not to use, 
Here's some more. Merry Christmas, of course. And uh, despite the pushback, the Reverend Robert uh, Penoyer, the assistant head of the school, says, hey, Grace is an Episcopal school. As part of our Episcopal identity. We recognize the dignity and worth of that's common to humanity. Our desire is to promote a sense of belonging for all of our students. What about your students that have traditional values? Nope. Not welcome. Jeff at WGSO.com. Jeff at WGSO.com is our email address. Uh, a few more here. Uh, interesting. Uh, bunch of comments. Um uh, Wanda writes in, Jeff, how many more American citizens that have been murdered by illegal immigrants before Congress or the illegitimate resident in the White House where Speaker Mike Johnson does something? Speaker Johnson must stand his ground and demand the border be closed or shut down the government. Lake and Riley did not have to die, just like other citizens who were murdered by illegals. I agree. Completely. Jeff at WGSO.com. Jeff at WGSO.com. And our friend, the Flaming Conservative, writes in, This week's Buddy Deliberto Squirrel of the Week Award goes to Bruce Springsteen for wearing a shirt that says, Keep America Trumpless. So, you know, what these people are doing is just uh, trying to run away uh, any of their fans uh, that are not uh, far-left fanatics like they are. And I think they're doing a good job of it. 504-556-9696 is the ticket into the program. Open line here on the show. In a minute, we'll go to your phones, your phone calls, the phone lines. And, uh, of course, a lot of legal news. Supreme Court to hear the president's uh, immunity appeal, likely delaying the January 6th trial to after the election. You've got an Illinois judge ruling to remove uh, Donald Trump from the state's uh, ballot, citing the invasion clause of the 14th Amendment. Just insanity. Then you've got uh, Venezuela homicide rate falling to a 22-year low as gangs migrate here. And then big news in Congress. So the turtle, the old crow, one of the McFailures, the McLosers, uh, Mitch McConnell, well, he is stepping down in November. So this allegedly Republican Senate leader is going to be uh, keeping his seat in Congress, but vacating his position as uh, Senate Republican leader, this time minority leader, sometimes majority leader. Leader. He's been leader since, I think, 2007. So he's been leader for 17 years, longest-serving leader. Um, but I've been calling for the McFailures to leave now for months. And the McFailures are Kevin McCarthy, so he's gone, replaced by Mike Johnson. I think it's an improvement. Uh, Ronna Romney McDaniel, gone on March 8th. She'll be replaced by the chair of the... North Carolina Republican Party, most probably, uh, Patrick Watley, should be an improvement. And then whoever replaces uh, Mitch, the old crow, will be an improvement, whoever it is. And they say it could be one of three Johns, John Thune, John Barrasso, John Cornyn, the, uh, the ones in leadership. 
Others have thrown around the name John Kennedy. I guess you have to be a John to be considered uh, as a potential next Senate leader. I'd like to see someone who is a conservative, such as a Rick Scott. He ran against uh, McConnell, got 10 votes, 39 <laughs> voted with McConnell. So that means there are only 10 real conservatives in the Senate. So I don't know what his chances would be, but anybody better than McConnell. 504-556-9696. So it is some progress that the McFailures are moving out of the way. I do think that's progress. And uh, I think that is, um, you know, something to celebrate. And interesting news, a court says the Democrats who broke quorum rules unconstitutionally spent $1.7 trillion. Congress lacks a constitutionally required uh, quorum to pass Consolidated Appropriations Act. And they did so in 2023, a federal court ruled. Accordingly, the Biden administration cannot enforce new mandates imposed on Texas by the Pregnant Workers Fairness Act which was part of the omnibus spending bill. A new ruling left untouched the $1.7 trillion in appropriations with most of the money's already been spent. So there's no real remedy for a Democrat-controlled Congress and the White House's blatant disregard for the Constitution. Margot Cleveland in The Federalist pointing out the latest ramifications of a new ruling. They're lawless. That is basically the conclusion we can come to. All right, when we come back, we'll open up our phone lines, 504-556-9696. Love to hear from you. We'll continue to delve into our email bag. Plenty more topics on the way. Great guests lined up and lots of topics we'll get to. Your phone call's next right here on Ringside. Network, I'm Jeff Palermo. A couple of bills from the crime special session received final legislative passage on Wednesday. The permitless concealed handgun bill received final legislative approval in the House, and the lower chamber also sent a bill to the governor's desk that will result in 17-year-olds who commit felonies to be treated as adults. Democrats fought back against both proposals. Baton Rouge Representative Denise Marcel on the legislation that put 17-year-old offenders in the adult prison system. Shame on Louisiana. Shame on you. Not one thing in this bill does anything for rehabilitation. Not one single thing. Meanwhile, the Louisiana Senate gave final legislative approval to a bill that would lock up drug dealers for at least 25 years if they present fentanyl in a way that would attract a minor in taking it. West Monroe Senator Jay Morris. Like animal crackers and they're giving them bright colors. They're putting TikTok logos on them and all kinds of things that are obviously intended uh, to attract a younger audience. LRN. Hi, this is Olivia. <coughs> I'm out sick today. Uh, could you please <coughs> leave a message after the beep? <coughs> Don't let the flu ruin your work week. Get your annual flu shot at no cost by visiting ldh.la.gov slash fight the flu. Brought to you by the Louisiana Office of Public Health. Hey, Louisiana, how are you stopping litter? 
In Terrebonne Parish, we put our trash in a bag and never out the car window. In Bienville, we bag it, tie it, and put a lid on it. We keep litter out of our lakes in Lafayette. And in Calcasieu Parish, we keep our roads clean by clearing out our truck beds and securing our loads. We need every person in every parish to stop littering and keep Louisiana beautiful. For more litter prevention tips, visit LetLouisianaShine.org. Sponsored by the Louisiana Lieutenant Governor's Office and Keep Louisiana Beautiful. We must not be silent in the face of the ongoing apostasy in the world. We must keep the truth alive and let those in authority know that the faithful are looking to them to do what is right. To listen to Our Lady of Fatima and to do what she asks. Please add your name to the millions who are crying out to our leaders to do the only thing that will bring us peace and save countless souls. Obey Our Lady now. Visit Fatima.org. I'm Jeff Gruer. This is Clay Cangelosi. We're excited to announce the creation of Premier Media Group. We will be your one-stop shop to handle all of your digital media needs. Our services will include podcasts, web design, promotions and event planning, video production, and equipment rental. For more information or to set up a free consultation, call 504-407-1534 or visit us at pmgroup.live. Well, it's been a Established ringside politics with a punch doesn't pull any. Let loose and call now 556 9696. Call Jeff Cruer now. Wow, welcome back. So much going on, covering uh, lots of bases here uh, this morning, and uh, of course, looking at uh, a border showdown later on today. Looking at uh, this uh, physical exam of Joe Biden that doesn't uh, talk about uh, his mental capabilities. Uh, looking at uh, Mitch McConnell saying goodbye. Of course, a lot of court decisions that are pretty, uh, I think, uh, impactful. And a variety of other issues uh, looking at, including uh, what is going on uh, in this uh, terrible situation with uh, the invasion that has occurred uh, allowed by Joe Biden at the border where uh, now we have all Americans uh, in danger and uh, Americans getting uh, attacked and killed on a regular basis. 504-556-9696. Let's kick it off with our good friend from Lake Charles, Miss Kathy, with us here this morning. Uh, how are you? Good morning. Welcome. Good morning. Happy Leap Day, everybody. It's February 29th. 2024. I know. Imagine if that's your birthday. You celebrated one every, yes. once every four years. <laughs> so, I knew uh, somebody in high school that had that dilemma. So she usually was celebrated on March 1st. So, um, mm. but happy birthday to all to have the leap day today, every four years. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. Yes. Yes. So. I, you know, um, I had read that actually there were some uh, computer issues uh, in, I think it might have been New Zealand, uh, because of uh, Leap Day. They were having all kinds of problems uh, because uh, they weren't set for Leap Year, and it was causing confusion, just like the, you know, the Y2K uh, threat that occurred back in the, when it turned to 2000, and supposedly mm-hmm. that was going to cause mm-hmm. a lot of computer uh, problems, and Supposedly, they're having some as far as uh, leap year, because it's uh, so unusual happening once every uh, four years. 
But anyway, yes, happy birthday to all those who are celebrating today. So I guess normally they celebrate either on the 28th or March 1st. And I don't know. They can really celebrate this year, though. So what else you got, Miss Kathy? Well, Ben just called out the call to action to call your Congress representative or senator and giving them an earful about the border. Either secure the border or shut down the government. That's plain and simple. And I did call um, Speaker Johnson's office yesterday, and I gave it to them. Full blast. Americans are fed up. We're tired of being the piggy bank of the world, literally. I said, if they want to get aid to uh, Israel, get it from the U.N., Take the money that we give to the U.N. and give it to Israel. I have no problem with that whatsoever. And I gave it to him full blast. Well, so, um, and I'm glad you did. He, he's saying the right things, but he needs support of people like you and, and people in our audience. And, and that's a good thing. Uh, he is uh, getting it from all sides. So there was a meeting at the White House, as I'm sure you know about, the other day. Mm-hmm. And you had the turtle. You had uh, yeah. crying Chucky. And then you had Hakeem Jeffries uh, along with Biden mm-hmm. and Harris. So you had five people there pushing for Ukraine aid first. And then you had Mike Johnson saying, no, we need to secure the border first. So he was the only one representing the American people because that's what the American people want, uh, as you know, Thank Kathy. You. They want the border Thank secured you. first. So we need Thank to back you. him up as much as possible and uh, make sure Thank he sticks you. to his guns. Yeah, people call your representative and um, senator, but also call Speaker Johnson. Here, he needs to hear from you. We need to shut down that border. That girl in Athens, Georgia, didn't have to die. No, it could have been anybody's daughter. It could have happened here You're in right. Charles. And I'm there. Right. My goodness, and these young girls walking around. They take their in danger in, in, uh, for granted. I grew uh-huh. up in New York City. Rape was common yeah. in New York at that time. But it's more well, I'll tell you, uh, it happened here in Kenner, and we're going to have the police yes. chief on uh, talking about uh, what happened here. And uh, here you had a 14-year-old raped and, and a person stabbed by an illegal from Honduras. So, yeah, we're all in danger and uh, this is being allowed. Uh, so at least here we have a police chief who wants to do something about it. Some of these areas, you have sanctuary cities where they're saying, come on, come all, come here. Yeah, criminal, doesn't matter. Come, we'll, we'll give you sanctuary. And that's putting their law-abiding citizens at risk. Well, we got a new um, sheriff, and um, I can't think of his last name, but they call him Stitch. And from what I can tell... And from other people that know him, that he he's very hard on on criminals. He's not playing games. He's good. He, so even well, that's good. The news, uh, our former sheriff uh, endorsed him. So mm-hmm. um, we're not playing games here in Lake Charles. I'm telling you that right now. Good. Nope. Well, mm-hmm. every every sheriff needs to have that attitude and. Um, you know, we'll, uh, of course, be supporting all of them that wants to, to fight back against this uh, invasion. 
So we'll see today. We're going to have a lot of coverage of the border, and both President Biden and President Trump will be down there. So uh, and I think all President Trump has to do is just point to the statistics of what's going on and say, hey, we had a border secured. Biden uh, turned our policies upside down, and as a result, we're being invaded. All right, Ms. Kathy, thanks for – yeah, go ahead. Well, fentanyl poisoning, too. That's another one. We've got Louisiana – people in Louisiana yeah. dying from that poisoning, not mm-hmm. just from overdosing, but accidentally getting it. It's so t- – you only need just a little bit less than a size of a right. penny to kill you. Well, here's some figures. In 2022, you had over 109,000 Americans die of either uh, fentanyl poisoning or drug overdoses. Uh, That is about double the number that we lost in Vietnam in 11 years of war. Uh, That was an all-time high as far as drug overdoses. The figures for 2023 will be out uh, in a few weeks, and, and we'll see whether they continue to go up. Uh, we're hitting new records every year, and again, Biden and the Democrats have blood on their hands because they are allowing this to occur and putting uh, Americans in danger. So we uh, need to continue to make this a number one issue because it uh, impacts us negatively in so many ways. Ms. Kathy, okay. good to hear from you. Thanks for kicking us Thank off you. this morning. Thanks for your work. And alerting us, that is Kathy with us in Lake Charles, 504-556-9696. Let's keep it rolling. Let's go to the best bank, the East Bank. Paul checking in with us this morning. How are you, sir? Good morning and welcome. Good morning, my dear friend. How are you? And everybody out there, I wish you a blessed day and keep safe. Thank you, sir. we got too many illegals here. Watch your back. We don't have to worry about the citizens coming after us anymore, our own people. We got to watch after them. And I'm telling you, in New Orleans, they're all over the place, my boy. All yeah. over. We're being infested with them, man. It's like, you know, we need an exterminator. <laughs> you know? But, um, look, uh, the deal with, um, with, um, I'm going to call him President Trump, which he is. Yes. The $100 million that he was going to go ahead and put up his bond for the $450 million they want, they denied that. They are hell-bent on getting the $450 million. And not only that, he never practices business in the state of New York ever again, and maybe no other state by the time it's over. Another thing, mm-hmm, Supreme Court, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it just goes to show you, if the Supreme Court goes along with these shenanigans of the 14th Amendment, that means we've lost all form of government in our country. It's all gone. Because that is the holding line for we the people. And if that line don't hold for us, we are the losers. Yes. And we're going to lose big time. That means if they can go after the 14th Amendment, they can go after every amendment. They'll find a way to rectify those amendments that are put in place now. You know what I'm saying? And it scares me, man. It really does. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you if they can do it to Donald Trump, they can they can do it to us. Anybody, uh, if they can trample and, uh, the Constitution for him, they can do it for us. We, mm-hmm. Yeah, we have all the evidence in uh, Atlanta. My God, what more they need <laughs> to convict these people? But, you know, they're going to get away with it, I'm telling you, you know. I'm, look, look, you know, uh, slip and slide, man. They're going to get away with it. Uh, so the question is whether they'll be whether they'll be kicked off of the case, and uh, I do think uh, there's a lot of evidence there that that uh, she should be. We'll see whether a Democrat judge in a Democrat uh, region of the state will do that to a Democrat prosecutor well, who is targeting well, one the ones the Democrats Jeff. hate, Donald Trump. Yes, sir. Yes. One last thing, Jeff. To everybody, think yes, about sir. this. We no longer have a government of we the people. We are now confronted with fascism, socialism, and communism all put together in the same damn uh, pot, and that's what we're dealing with today. The government rules, and we don't have a say-so anymore in it. I think uh, you outline it well, my friend. You've put it well. And that's why the election coming up is really an election for our, our future, our rights, our Constitution, all Americans, uh, not just Donald Trump. I mean, everything's on the line uh, November 5, 2024. we got to roll to a break. Paul, uh, have a great day, sir. On the East Bank, be careful. Be careful out there. Everyone needs to be careful because there's uh, an invasion that has occurred and we're all in danger. All right, we'll take a brief time out, take care of some business. Uh, More ringside politics coming your way right here on WGSO. We'll be right back. Are you in a constant battle with mosquitoes outside your house? Stop smacking yourself in the face. Call Mosquito Joe. Whether it's playing ball with the kids or cooking out, Mosquito Joe treatments allow you to enjoy your yard without the nuisance of pesky mosquitoes, ticks, and fleas. No more itching and scratching, and no more wasting time on smelly products that don't work. Visit MosquitoJoe.com or call 504-208-2361 for more information and a free quote. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again. Very soon, you will be able to carry a defensive firearm in your pocket or purse without a permit in Louisiana. What should that firearm be? Can you protect yourself with a small 22 or 32 with almost no recoil? What about a 380? How is it different from a 38? The Home Defense Foundation will be holding free classes on these and many other carry-related topics in the coming year. To learn about all the classes, get on our mailing list at hdfnola.org. Learn how you can use a small self-defense pistol. Go to hdfnola.org and come to one of our free classes. Everything is free. Ammo, targets, range instruction. hdfnola.org. 
Are you tired of cookie cutter advertising? Do you want professionals that understand your needs and budgets? If so, let me recommend the Madly Group. It's a marketing agency based in St. Tammany, offering creative services such as branding and copywriting, video and photography, social media strategies, print and digital design, project management, and web design and strategies. They believe that relationships with their clients are just as important as their craftsmanship. And it's no surprise that they have an array of satisfied clients who appreciate the homegrown values of the Madly Group. Their approach is simple, lots of listening until they fully grasp your vision. Then they put their mind power on it to deliver effective creative solutions within your budget and time frame. For more information, check out themadlygroup.com or email them at info at madlygroup.com. The Madly Group, dedicated to delivering stellar work that generates results. For over 30 years, the Monumental Task Committee has cleaned, restored, and repaired all monuments and statues in the New Orleans area. Dedicated to historic preservation, this volunteer-based nonprofit organization receives no government or taxpayer money. Please consider preserving Louisiana history by making a tax-deductible donation through the website at monumentaltask.org. That's monumentaltask.org. Ringside Politics with a Punch is looking for a few open minds, but not so open your brains fall out. Call Jeff Cruer at 556-9696 and expose your thoughts. Jeff at WGSO.com. Uh, Jeff at WGSO.com. And uh, Anonymous writes in, uh, Fanny Willis is pure trash. And there's uh, more to prove that's coming forward every day. And, yeah, um, what I've seen certainly hasn't looked good. Wade writes in, until there's a mechanism that will hold all public offices and its subordinates uh, accountable, uh, they will continue to get away with whatever they want. Yeah, you're right, Wade. And uh, Big Frank and Mattery writes in, uh, the Stevie Nicks concert, it got political. Update from the Smoothie King Center last night. Stevie Nicks preached to us about the importance of supporting Ukraine. <laughs> really? Showed their flag and showed Zelensky on a big stage video screen. She didn't talk about Israel or the college girl who was murdered in Georgia. She spoke about how war is bad, which means she should like Trump. Exactly. You know, if she supports Ukraine, who supported Ukraine? Trump. If she uh, supports peace, who supported peace? Trump. If she supposedly supports the little guy, who supported the little guy? Trump. If, he support, if she supports African Americans, who gave uh, African Americans better uh, quality of life and uh, standard of living? Trump. But of course, these left wing hacks, like all these uh, performers, uh, you know, they, they don't have any connection to reality. Uh, so I'm sure the people that paid good money to see Stevie Nicks loved uh, her preaching on Ukraine. 504-556-9696. Thank you, Frank, for the report. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines and bring on our friend from the Hoosier State, the great state of Indiana. Mark joining us this morning. How are you, sir? Good morning and welcome. 
morning, Jeff. Uh, hey, you remember the summer of love when all those people were in the streets of Louisville uh, chanting, say her name, say her name? Well, I haven't yes. heard nobody say Lakin's name on the out there on the streets. Have you? I haven't seen no demonstrations. Uh, right. Have you? No, I haven't. I haven't. I, I did see some people yell out and call the uh, the mayor of Athens a liar when he did a press uh, event yesterday. Angry yeah, folks. that was great. I love that. Mm-hmm. I would have done. I would have loved to have been in that room. But mm-hmm. uh, data versus perception. Okay. Yesterday, I was watching the puppet show on Fox and dark branded Universal Crime Fighter came out there to talk to. <laughs> Commissioner Gordon and all the chiefs of police bragged on how from day one he has brung crime to a screeching, screeching halt. Uh, but were historical woes and all crimes being committed. And then you had pundits get out there afterwards and saying, just look at the data. Just look at the data. Crime's down. It's just your perception that crime is up. Washington streets, these streets are safe as they can be. Uh, it's just your perception. It's just your perception that uh, there's something funny about Dark Brandon getting the 81 million votes from his basement. Uh, it's just your perception that the border's been wide open for three years. He's been, Dark Brandon's been fighting that for since day one, even though he said it's closed the whole time, okay? Hey, Jeff, if you're not uh, arresting criminals and you're not charging criminals and you're not prosecuting criminals, then are there crimes even being committed? Thank you. Thank you. Jeff. All right, my friend. Good to hear from you. Mark in the great state of Indiana, making some very good points. Hey, uh, let's keep it rolling. Uh, let's go from Indiana to our friend in the Buckeye State, the great state of Ohio, the Queen City. Cash money joining us here this morning. How are you, sir? Good morning and welcome. Uh, I don't even know anymore, Jeff, these politicians. At least we got rid of the triple threat, McDonald, uh, McConnell, McDaniel, and The Mick's are know, gone. I, when are we going to get rid of Mick Biden and Mick? <laughs> I'm just, I, I have know. to say, I, I've written columns calling for uh, the McFailures to go and uh, Rona McDaniel specifically to, for her to go, and now they're gone or going to be leaving. So I feel They're somewhat vindicated. McConnell ain't leaving until November. This is all ridiculous. It's tactical. Mm-hmm. Slow the whole process down until we screw the United States where they can't even fight back. And um, I don't want to wait. I don't know why we wait. I, I, I want my country back. I want what we had as Americans. We, true Americans, we've got opinions. We've got thoughts how we'd like to run our country. And there's 330 million of us. I want 75% of us to make the rules daily. 200 million people telling you how to act, what to do. We're the management. Uh, I mean, we're the bosses. You're the management. Where do you get away? And the Supreme Court getting ready to make, I'm just, nothing is happening. I'm seeing tactical slowdown. And why is it continuing? The election was stolen three and a half years ago almost. This is just absolutely ridiculous. And we've got to change this country today. 
Even Matt Gates is sounding a bit negative about making progress. We're going to have to wait for election. No, 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 no. How about how, how about February 29th? Leap year, leap day. It's time to do something today. Not tomorrow, not next week. I don't want to hear another. And then they gave them the budget. What, they getting money to run it another month? This is absolutely ridiculous, Jeff. I'm just mad. Thanks yeah, for I hear you. I call this therapy. therapy. Good. All right, my friend. I love hearing from you. You have a great rest Thanks, of the Jeff. day. Enjoy uh, Leap Day. And uh, <laughs> that is cash money from the great state of Ohio. All right, sir. 504-556-969. You speak for a lot of people. You do speak for a lot of people. They share uh, your passion on this, but you can articulate it very well. So we appreciate you. Jeff at WGSO.com. Jeff at WGSO.com. So when we come back, uh, we're going to be joined by the police chief in Kenner, uh, Keith Conley. will uh, fill us in on the horrific uh, murder that occurred, not murder, rape and stabbing that occurred in his city uh, following the murder of uh, Lakin Riley in uh, Athens. Following a, a host of other uh, very serious uh crimes that have been committed by illegals just in the past few days, and uh, you had a two-year-old uh, killed uh, by an illegal, uh, you had uh, a situation of um, violent crime occurring in um, Maryland, uh, so we had it in Georgia, we've had it here in um, Kenner, and uh, really I think uh, it is a, a problem in all 50 states, because as we say, uh, every state now is a uh, border state because of this. So we'll have two of them at the border today, Trump, who secured the border, and Biden, who weakened border security to the catastrophe it is today. So that's what we've got. And we've got a guy who his doctor, his quote-unquote doctor, says is just perfectly in perfect condition and um, doesn't even... Um, conduct a mental competency test. 504-556-9696. The FBI instructs a J6 conservative reporter, Steve Baker, to turn himself in tomorrow. This comes after he questioned the government's roles in the January 6th protest. So now he will be uh, charged, maybe thrown in prison for questioning uh, the federal government's uh, actions on January 6th. And, um, you know, the attacks on the uh, free press uh, continue. Jeff at WGSO.com, the email address, 504-556-9696 to join us. Open line here on the program. And uh, then you have, of course, uh, what is going on in Congress, as Cash was talking about, uh, what kind of deal they're going to come up with here with this uh, spending uh, deadline that they're now facing. And what uh, could very well be a uh, government shutdown. Um, and I've always said uh, that that is something that they shouldn't be afraid of. You know, we, uh, as Bannon is saying, if we don't secure the border, shut down the government. 504 556 Hunter Biden comes in for um, deposition yesterday, and uh, Hunter is now admitting that he was high or drunk when he uh, sent his infamous text to uh, Chinese partners. Uh, 
under the influence. And, of course, we never got to the bottom of who left uh, the cocaine at the White House. Remember, that was another thing they swept under the rug. Could that have been Hunter? Who knows? 504-556-9696 to check in. Open line rolls on. First, a brief time out. Let's get a news update. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Christian Garrick of The Christian Garrick Show. Listen to me weekdays, noon to 2, only on WGSO 990 AM New Orleans. News. I'm Ryan Daniels. Former President Donald Trump is thanking U.S. Supreme Court justices for agreeing to hear arguments in his immunity claims case over charges he interfered in U.S. government election proceedings after November 2020. He expressed gratitude via Truth Social following the high court's decision announced Wednesday to hear the immunity arguments and make a ruling. The FAA is giving Boeing a 90-day ultimatum to address its quality and safety concerns. USA's John Schaefer has more. Following a day-long meeting on Wednesday, it was reported that an FAA-commissioned investigation revealed a disconnect between the company's leadership and its workforce on safety matters. The investigation also highlighted employees' concerns about potential repercussions such as reassignment or limited career advancement for reporting safety issues. Both President Biden and former President Trump will visit the U.S.-Mexico border as controversy over the handling of the immigrant influx continues. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. President Biden will travel to Brownsville, Texas to meet with U.S. Border Patrol agents, law enforcement, and local leaders. Meanwhile, former President Trump is set to visit Eagle Pass. The two leaders enter the Lone Star State as Biden's expected to renew a call for Republican lawmakers in D.C. to reconsider the U.S. Senate's bipartisan border security and foreign aid deal that would allow a U.S. administration to shut down the border if needed. It was a deal Trump opposed. And President Biden's physician confirms his fitness for presidential duty following a routine physical at Walter Reed Wednesday. The medical summary indicates no new concerns. The president opted out of a cognitive test, the White House citing doctor's advice that it was unnecessary. This is USA. Gusty winds and stays cool. Upper 50s in the morning goes to low 60s. Mostly overcast and windy today. Spotty showers overnight first. Then a quick ramp up of that rain chance to the early morning hours. Several rainy and shower thunderstorm periods likely in the morning. One or two possibly for the afternoon. 60 in the morning goes to high tomorrow approaching 70. Warm it up each day. 70 Saturday, Sunday with only isolated if any showers and thunderstorms. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Sleepers, stay cabs, dump and service trucks, flatbeds, buses, trailers, boats, RVs, farm tractors, pickups, autos, and more. The two-day spring public auction, accepting your consignments, too, at Henderson Auctions in Livingston, Louisiana. Thursday, March 14th, Friday, March 15th, 9 a.m. Preview Wednesday, March 13th, 9 to 4. Register now at HendersonAuctions.com. Business license number AB-459. 
Hey folks, it's Jeff Cruer. Let me tell you about a company I trust, Eagle Security Systems. They've been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. They provide residential and commercial security and fire systems. They install surveillance camera systems and provide 24-hour alarm monitoring by their central station. Eagle Security Systems can offer cellular interactive service, which allows you, the customer, to control your system from a smart device anywhere. They can take over any existing alarm system and provide cable TV and internet wiring for your home or business. So you're tired of just being a number? Do you want to experience personal service? Then you need to call Eagle Security Systems 504-340-1414 or check out their website eaglesecuritynola.com I trust Eagle Security and you should too and let them protect your home and business with the eyes of an eagle. Southern Legal Clinics is a family-owned business. Three brothers, Stephen, Tim, and Pat Rooney, and two nieces, Kristen and Courtney Rooney. They have been in business for over 40 years. They treat their clients as family. The law firm has six offices in Southeast Louisiana, and they've handled thousands of criminal and civil cases in 17 different parishes over the last 40 years in the federal, state, and parish courts. They offer extensive criminal and civil litigation experience, handling estate planning, succession, wills, bankruptcy, domestic law, and personal injury. Their fees are very reasonable and they offer free consultations. Their attorneys have given back to the community and have volunteered countless hours of time, coaching, serving on boards, and being active members of civic organizations. For more information, visit southernlegalclinics.com or call 504-455-4185. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. Nothing to do to save his life, call his wife and... Nothing to say, but what a day. How's your boy been? Nothing to do, it's up to you. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Ringside Politics with a Punch. And your host, Jeff Couleer. Well past 25 years of broadcast experience under his conservative belt and still packing a punch. He's the host of Ringside Politics with a Punch, writes for townhall.com, and has a new book, America's Last Chance. Jeff also has his own YouTube channel. But even with all that going on, he hasn't forgotten his listeners. The ones who opine every day right here on WGSO. Call Jeff Guerre right now at 556-9696. Go to a show, you hope she goes. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. And we're back, hour number two, kicking off here, and uh, we've got a lot to uh, delve into, and we're going to start with a special guest who is uh, joining us, old friend of the program, someone I've known since high school, and someone doing a great job, uh, really a uh, fine public servant for the people of Jefferson Parish, and has been working hard as the uh, police chief, 
And uh, we've got some disturbing news to uh, delve into here this morning, one that is making national news. Uh, Kenner Police Chief uh, Keith Conley joining us here on the program. And, and, Chief, how are you doing? Good morning. Welcome. I'm doing great. Uh, thank you for having me, and I'm going to bring you everywhere with that kind of introduction. <laughs> well, hey, you deserve it, my friend. You deserve it. Uh, so uh, let's talk about something troubling. Uh, I certainly appreciate your honesty and how you uh, have been discussing what's going on uh, with the uh, open border that we're seeing. Uh, it's affecting us here in uh, the New Orleans area and in Kenner. But tell us about this uh, individual who has been apprehended now for raping a 14-year-old girl and stabbing a man in the face multiple times. Well, uh, unfortunately, this is a saga that's, or a tragedy that's playing out all across the country. Um, we, we, through our invest- investigation, we found out that he actually came into the country through Eagle Pass, Texas, was stopped by Border Patrol. They did take his name, but then he was allowed to come into the country, uh, from what we were told. And he came in in October of 23, and from then to now, he has managed to commit two of the most heinous crimes that, you know, we've had in Kenner, uh, certainly since I've been in office. Uh, you know, committing the rape of a 14-year-old that he interacted uh, with on social media. And while we were investigating that and trying to identify him, because that's another challenge that law enforcement has, because they're basically ghosts until they, they, they come across the border, uh, you know, he, he then approaches a gentleman in his own front yard and tries to rob him of his uh, property and ends up stabbing him in the face and in the neck. Um, so officers responded quickly and, he, and, and found him on the scene, at which time he was identified as the uh, Honduran national that was wanted for the rape of the 14-year-old. So, uh, you know, thank God he's off the streets, but then again you got two lives that have been altered in the meantime. Mm. Should have never been here. Um, you know, it's just a challenge that we have in, in law enforcement and as a community uh, across the country. Uh, the victims are receiving treatment right now. The the young girl and the, the man who was stabbed uh, are both uh, expected to survive, uh, Chief? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was great that the police were able to apprehend him. Did they apprehend him while the crime was going on, uh, while he was still there at the scene of the crime? Yes, they pulled up uh, on the scene of the crime of the, of the uh, armed robbery and stabbing and took him into custody immediately. And, and again, there was the, the, you know, the challenge of the language barrier, the name, you know, the, the uh, identifying a suspect. But once they right. put all the pieces together, they realized it was the same subject that was wanted for the rape. Uh, the warrant was issued five days prior uh, to mm-hmm. this event. So, you know, like I said, it, everything fell in place. And, you know, the men and women of the Kenner Police Department, I can't say enough about them. You know, they they give it all every day and every night. Well, and, um, I mean, what, what great, great police work to uh, be right there uh, after this horrific stabbing occurred to be able to apprehend this guy and prayers for the victims uh, of this uh, horrible crimes that he committed. So how do you do a background check on someone like that, Chief? I mean, he's here illegally. There's no records, right? No records at all, and that's part of the you know part of the challenge that we have. We, there's no we, we have no access to any of the federal databases, um, just just like juvenile crimes. Uh, you know we, we have a challenge with the, the juveniles that are here illegally that that came in with no guardians, no parents. Um, you know sometimes they're with foster parents or things of that nature, but it, it's all a, a, a challenge for law enforcement. It, it's new to us as far as uh, to this extreme. And it takes a lot of valuable resources away from the taxpayers who actually pay, 
you know, for police services that, you know, in the city of Kenner, we should be patrolling streets, uh, enforcing traffic violations, doing that community-type policing. But a lot of our time and, and effort and money, uh, you know, goes to uh, th these kind of crimes and these kind of nuances. So this uh, individual, uh, Angel uh, Mateus Castellanos Arellano, uh, has used aliases before, such as Elvin Lockett. So that's another issue. Uh, no documentation, language uh, problems, aliases in the past, uh, making your job so much more difficult. Uh, so he's arrested and booked on one count each of armed robbery, aggravated battery, first-degree rape, aggravated assault, a federal ICE detainer was issued for him as well. So what's the process for somebody like that, Chief? He's in uh, Kenner Jail right now? Well, he's at the Jefferson Parish Correctional Center because they're all state charges. So he mm -hmm. will go through the whole process of, um, you know, he'll have an, his arraignment, he'll have his, his day in court, and uh, when he's convicted, uh, then whatever the sentence that is imposed is he will have to serve out here in the United States, and then at the conclusion of that, which should be a lifetime, uh, in my opinion, but at the conclusion of that, then the detainer will kick in and he'll be deported back to his country. Mm. Now, Venezuela is not accepting uh, any more of their citizens that have come here illegally, uh, so we've got a problem there, but Honduras is, from what I understand, and he was from Honduras, right? Right, well, for now they are, but, you know, how long yeah. until they catch on? Um, you know, it's obvious it, that we're not getting their best and their brightest uh, over the borders. Um, you know, right. I, I, you know, if you, as, as you know, following the news, it's reported that they're releasing their prisoners and everything out, uh, ha having them cross the borders. So <clears throat> that, that's not to say that Honduras mm -hmm. is, is going to accept them back as well. Um, you know, so somebody brought it this morning. It used to be that if somebody committed a crime and the United States, they would flee to another country to avoid prosecution. But now you have people from these third world countries committing crimes and fleeing the United States uh, for asylum because, um, you know, they, it, it's hard to track them. Chief Keith Connolly is with us of the great city of Kenner and uh, discussing uh, what happened here with this Honduran illegal um, who uh, stabbed and uh, raped a young 14-year-old, stabbed a 25-year-old man in the face and uh, has uh, now been thankfully apprehended and taken off the streets. So how bad is the problem of illegal aliens committing crimes in our area? Because we hear a lot about it now in, in Chicago and New York, and we hear about it obviously in Texas, um, but how bad is it in, in Kenner and the New Orleans area, Chief? Well, this is to the extreme. Um, you know, we have a pretty good handle on it in Kenner. Uh, I do want to say we, you know, we have a, a great growing Hispanic population that are here, uh, legally trying to do the right thing, raise their families, give them a good quality of life. And they're the ones that call me the most, um, you know, upset about the, the illegal Im immigrants coming in and, and uh, putting a scourge on their community. So we do have a pretty good handle on it. We get a lot of good intelligence. Like I said, this guy was not even on the radar uh, until the, the 25th of February when he was developed as a suspect uh, in a rape. And I do want to commend ICE and uh, Homeland Security with, uh, you know, they are partners on the ground here, and I feel their frustration as much because um, I feel that they're kind of handcuffed, but, you know, these policies go way above right. the boots on the ground. But we have great partners in those agencies, and uh, we could not identify this perpetrator without their assistance 
and certainly, you know, we, you know, we rely on them a lot with these detainers and, and you know, some of the other assistance they give us. So, um, you know, we, we are lucky in, in the city of Kenner as well as in Jefferson Parish as a whole that we all talk. We have a good networking system. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, we do share information. Uh, but, you know, I don't know what's to come. If, if something's yeah. not done, um, is it too late? I don't know. Uh, I hope not. But it starts off, it's kind of like the broken window theory and, uh, you know, with dealing with blighted properties. Once you allow that, then it just gets out of hand. So, you know, we're cracking down on these temp tags. We know they're out there. We know they're fraudulent. Um, you know, we're working those cases every day. But there again, it takes a lot of, a lot of resources. I would rather my right. guys patrolling the neighborhoods and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and doing traffic enforcement and, and, and the things that, that we should be doing. Uh, in a city this size, but you know we're going to do what it takes to make sure this this stays mm-hmm. under control. Yeah, I worry about the future as well because we've allowed in, according to some estimates, uh, in the last three years of the Biden administration, over 10 million individuals, uh, 10.3 million, and then they say about two million, approximately, are what they call gotaways. So they weren't processed. They didn't come through a port of entry. Uh, they didn't have any kind of uh, interaction uh, at the border with any uh, American officials. So they just got away. So we don't know where they go, and we don't know what their backgrounds are. So it's a real, real dangerous situation. And uh, kudos to you and the, uh, the uh, department in Kenner for working as hard as you do. And let's just pray that we can get a handle on this as soon as possible. It's interesting, as we talk about it today, today both President Biden and President Trump will be at the border. And I think the more attention we bring to this, the better. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, and look, I appreciate you having me on so that, you know, we can tell our story and, and you know, assure the residents of Kenner as well as all the rest of Jefferson Parish that, that you know, we have a good handle on what's going on. We, you know, we're doing what we can uh, to, to, to keep it in control, but I right. think transparency, open lines of communication, you, you can't just mm-hmm. bury your head in the sand. Um, it's not really a political issue. It's the facts that we're dealing with. It's, right. it's not opinion. And All right, we, so if, we are a country uh, any, without any, borders, and this is are. the consequences <laughs> and what we have to deal with. Yeah, yeah, we are. So if any of our listeners uh, see something suspicious uh, or worried, uh, want to report it to the department, uh, I'm certainly uh, sure that you accept those calls and will investigate, right? Absolutely. We ask you to dial the 911 uh, line, mm-hmm. 911, yeah. so that, um, you know, we have a document that uh, it's documented that you called and we follow up on every call. So we, we, we do look forward to getting information from the public. Okay. Uh, Chief, thanks so much for being with us. Uh, Keith Connolly updating us on this. And let's hope and pray we don't have other incidents like this, but I do know that they'll be uh, prepared to uh, tackle whatever comes their way in Kenner. Yes, sir. Thank, Thank you, you sir. so much, Jeff. All right. Keep working hard for us. Uh, The police chief uh, joining us this morning. And this is making national news. So uh, Keith was on, uh, you know, national news networks talking about this. And we appreciate him being with us today and talking about it to our audience. And, uh, yeah, we're going to continue to focus on this because it is uh, a horrific problem. And I'll say it. The chief can't say it, but I'll say it. It's been caused by uh, Joe Biden and the Biden administration policies. Three years on an open border. We're going to have more and more incidents like this, sadly. All right, quick time out. More Ringside Politics coming your way. We'll be right back. Tragically, countless lives and souls have been lost through the chastisements plaguing the world. 
from which Our Lady could have spared us. The world continued to build up a tremendous debt, not just financially, but above all morally, provoking the justice of God and there will be a terrible price to pay for it if we do not invoke Our Lady in the precise way shown to us by heaven, to intervene on our behalf with the inestimable merits of her Immaculate Heart. Learn the truth at Fatima.org. If you need storage, there's no place safer or more convenient than Clearview Mini Storage. It's locally owned and operated, open seven days a week, 6.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. You can get storage units of all sizes for every need, and they have the best prices in Metairie guaranteed. It's monitored 24-7, and for a second floor unit, your first month is free. Contact my friend Tony at 455-2759, that's 455-2759, or learn more at Clearview ministorage.com on March 23rd, voters in Metairie, Harahan, River Ridge, and most of Kenner will elect a new judge for the 24th Judicial District Court Division D. Jerry Smith is proud to be a candidate in this important election. Jerry has extensive experience litigating both civil and criminal matters. He spent 13 years representing the state of Louisiana as an assistant district attorney, prosecuting some of the region's most violent criminals. Jerry Smith is a lifelong Republican, a Jefferson Parish homeowner for over 20 years a loving husband and father who has dedicated his time and talents to the community. He is founder of a Hogs for the Cause fundraising team that has raised over $100,000 to assist families battling pediatric brain cancer. Jerry Smith's legal career and professional reputation in the community emulate the values he prioritizes in raising two young boys. Integrity, the value of hard work, and respect for others. For more information, visit jerrysmithforjudge.com. Paid for by the committee to elect Jerry Smith. Are you tired of cookie cutter advertising? Do you want professionals that understand your needs and budgets? If so, let me recommend the Madly Group. It's a marketing agency based in St. Tammany, offering creative services such as branding and copywriting, video and photography, social media strategies, print and digital design, project management, and web design and strategies. They believe that relationships with their clients are just as important as their craftsmanship. And it's no surprise that they have an array of satisfied clients who appreciate the homegrown values of the Madley Group. Their approach is simple. Lots of listening until they fully grasp your vision. Then they put their mind power on it to deliver effective created solutions within your budget and time frame. For more information, check out themadleygroup.com or email them at info at madleygroup.com. The Madley Group, dedicated to delivering stellar work that generates results. Ringside politics with a punch. We're not mind readers, but we can sure answer the phone. Call us now on 556-9696. Ringside politics and Jeff Cruer. Call us now. Wow. I want to thank you, Chief, for uh, being with us. Uh, got lots more to delve into. Let's share with you some of these uh, clips we've got for you this morning. And Wanted to start off here with uh, a guy who was bringing some sanity to the view, which is a rare thing. Not much sanity there. And of course, I'm talking about Dr. Phil uh, went on the program and uh, told him the truth about uh, how kids were treated during COVID. It was despicable. And of course, these uh, quote unquote ladies uh, were all for, you know, locking down, masking, uh, making sure that uh, every draconian uh, procedure was in place. And Dr. Phil said it was harmful to kids. Let's check out clip number one. 
Well, you know what? We're lucky. Maybe we're lucky they didn't because we kept them out of the, the, the places that they could be sick because no one wanted to believe we had an issue. Are you saying no school children died of COVID? I'm saying it was the safest group. They were the less vulnerable group and they suffered and will suffer more from the mismanagement of COVID than they will from the exposure to COVID. And that's not an opinion. That's a fact. Even the, that crazed liberal audience was uh, applauding him. Wow. Good for him, Dr. Phil. So uh, the border's being uh, overrun. We have an invasion going on. Just talking to the chief about the problems in Kenner, problems everywhere. Every state is a border state. Illegals are committing crimes all over the place. Fox News reporter there uh, at the... Uh, seen interviewing some of these uh, illegals about who do they like, Trump or Biden? Uh, this was uh, Rachel Campos Duffy. And I'm sure you're going to be shocked at the results of these questions. Uh, let's go to clip number two. Uh, Donald Trump or Joe Biden? Joe Biden. Joe Biden. What is mejor, Trump or Joe Biden? Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Trump or Joe Biden? Joe Biden. Joe Trump or Joe Biden? Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Trump or Joe Biden? It's Joe Biden. Joe Biden. We're asking for Joe Biden to help us to help us accomplish our dreams here, and so we can get ahead. <laughs> Every single one of them said Joe Biden. And uh, why not? Of course, they opened the border, rolled out the red carpet, said, come one, come all. And they did. So uh, one of the reasons they wanted to get uh, Biden in the White House was to uh, open the border like this so that they could lock in their electoral advantage, uh, lock in their, uh, uh, you know, uh, majorities in Congress and uh, lock in uh, the, uh, the White House, give them. Uh, power forever. And they did that by stealing an election. And it's not just me saying it, it's uh, Tucker Carlson saying it. Let's check out clip number three. It's not stolen. Are you like joking? it was rigged to a, that large of a yeah, degree. They, they you completely change the way people vote. Right before the election, on the basis of COVID, which had nothing to do. So in that way, it was rigged, meaning and then manipulated. Then you censor the information people are allowed to get. Anyone who complains about COVID, which is like, by the way, it might have hurt Trump. But I mean, it's like whatever. I mean, you could play it many different ways. You can't have censorship in a democracy by definition. Here's how it works: the people rule. They vote for representatives to carry their agenda to the capital city and get it enacted. That's how they're in charge. And then every few years, they get to reassess the performance of those people in an election. In order to do that, they need a they need access, unfettered access to information. And no one, particularly not people who are already in power, is allowed to tell them what information they can have. They have to have all information that they want. Whether the people in charge want it or don't want it or think it's true or think it's false, it doesn't matter. And the second you don't have that, you don't have a democracy. It's not a free election, period. That's Tucker Carlson. 
and uh, obviously making uh, some good points. And he started off, we, we missed the beginning of it, but he started off by saying the election was stolen from Trump. He said 100%. 504-556-9696 join us, Jeff at WGSO.com, Jeff at WGSO.com. So are Democrats worried about uh, Joe Biden's low poll numbers? What does Greasy Gavin uh, Newsom have to say, the slick bag governor of the state of California? Let's check out clip number four. Biden, the CNN poll of polls today, finds Biden's average approval rating, his average approval rating is just 39 percent. Voters do not seem to see in President Biden what you see. Yeah, I mean, we got to mind the gap between performance and uh, perception. <laughs> mind the gap between performance and perception. Uh, how about, uh, you know, uh, doing something about their performance? But he thinks the performance is great. Great. Well, uh, we'll give you one example here of uh, President Biden performing. Uh, this was uh, during a late night interview with Seth Meyers. And uh, he loses his train of thought. The, the guy who doesn't need a cognitive test. Let's check out clip number five. Material, some uh, documents recently leaked, some classified documents. And this isn't a gotcha show, but I do want to ask about it that says you are currently 81 years old. Who the hell told you that? Yeah. <laughs> That's classified. That's classified. All jokes aside, according to recent polling, this is a real concern for American voters. How do you address that concern going forward as you come up to the 2024 election? Well, a couple of things. Number one, you got to take a look at the other guy. He's about as old as I am, but he can't remember his wife's name. Yeah. And, uh, Number one. Number two, <laughs> it's about how old your ideas are. Look, I mean, this is a guy who wants to take us back. He wants to take us back on Roe v. Wade. He wants to take us back on a whole range of issues that are 50, 60 years. They've been solid American p positions. And, um, and I really mean this sincerely. The, uh, I think it's about, about the future. And everything, every single thing we've done, I think we've got some good things done. Everything, and we, they told us we couldn't get them done because things were so divided. And, uh, but I think everything, everything we've gotten done, he's just friendly stated he wants to do away with if he gets elected. And I really think his views on where to take America are older than, anyway. Uh, anyway, uh, older than, anyway. So... Yeah, that, that was his little applause line there about uh, Donald Trump supposedly forgetting his wife's name, which is a total lie. He was talking to Mercedes Schlapp at the CPAC uh, event and mentioned her name. He, he didn't forget his wife's name. It's just a lie. But they were trying to run with it and anything they can to try to poke holes at the mental condition and the, the stamina of Donald Trump they do. And, of course, uh, Trump is in great shape compared to Biden. I mean, he's also four years younger, and uh, he's a lot more vigorous, and uh, I think he's mentally sharp as can be. And as we see, Biden on display all the time is not. And it's outrageous, it's laughable, it's ridiculous that supposedly his doctor said he didn't need a mental competency test. That is just insane. 
A lot more to get to as we roll on. Brief time out. We'll take care of some business. Uh, let's get a news update. Keep it right here on Ringside. Jeff Career with you. We'll be right back. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Jeff Palermo. State lawmakers approve a bill that will make it legal to carry a concealed firearm without a permit. The law will go into effect July 4th. The legislature has also passed a bill that results in 17-year-olds who commit felonies will be charged as adults instead of going through the juvenile justice system. Marksville Representative Daryl Desitel says juvenile detention facilities have been plagued with problems since 17-year-olds have been added to the population. It's about the kids that are escaping. It's about the guards that are getting beat up. Yes, beat up. Broken legs, sent to hospitals. The Senate has sent a bill to the governor's desk that would increase the penalties for a drug dealer convicted of packaging fentanyl so it would appeal to children. West Monroe Senator Jay Morris. My little town alone, I have three friends who have lost children to overdoses from fentanyl. A person convicted of this proposed law would face 25 to 99 years in prison. LRN. Whether taking on large commercial landscapes or your own backyard, let Steel help with your pursuit of the perfect cut. Introducing Steel's zero-turn mowers for homeowners and pros with a wide range of features and options, like our advanced four-wheel suspension system and 0% financing available. It's time to let the pursuit begin. Real Steel. Find yours at steelusa.com slash zero-turn. Available at select dealers. Financing available on qualifying purchases and subject to credit approval. See dealer for details. This is Nancy Landry, your Secretary of State. The Louisiana presidential primary is March 23rd. As a reminder, only registered Democrats and Republicans may vote in their respective party's primary. All qualified voters, regardless of party, may vote in local elections within their jurisdiction. Register to vote or update your registration in person or by mail by February 21st or online by March 2nd. Visit GEAUXVote.com for more information. Very soon you will be able to carry a defensive firearm in your pocket or purse without a permit in Louisiana. What should that firearm be? Can you protect yourself with a small 22 or 32 with almost no recoil? What about a 380? How is it different from a 38? The Home Defense Foundation will be holding free classes on these and many other carry-related topics in the coming year. To learn about all the classes, get on our mailing list at hdfnola.org. Learn how you can use a small self-defense pistol. Go to hdfnola.org and come to one of our free classes. Everything is free. Ammo, targets, range instruction. hdfnola.org. Remember, nothing lasts forever, except maybe a seat in Congress or a judgeship or taxes or felony convictions, and therein lies the problem. The only convictions we care about here at Ringside are yours. Your host, Jeff Kuehr, has 20 years of listening and speaking up for our side, and he has the record to prove it. Prove you care now by calling Jeff Kuehr at 556-9696. All right, welcome back. Jeff Career here. It is ringside on the airwaves on uh, WGSO 990 AM, WGSO.com. 
Uh, we're going to get back to your phone calls uh, in a minute and your emails and more topics. Uh, but let's take a uh, break for some levity. Uh, our parody of the week, sponsored by Big Easy Limos. It's BigEasyLimos.com. Reserve a limo. Mention Ringside Radio. Get yourself a discount. Call and ask how to get your very own free Big Easy Limos $50 reward card. Take a tour of their facility. Book a limo on the spot. Ask for the owners, Mike and Stephen Wetzel. That's Big Easy Limos, 504-466-4477. Big Easy Limos, 504-466-4477. All right, today's parody is called The Great China Spy Balloon Caper. Written by artificial intelligence. So, ladies and gentlemen, prepare for our side-splitting expeditions as we dive into our latest comedy masterpiece, The Great China Spy Balloon Caper. Imagine being on a routine flight. Suddenly, the captain invites you to a scenic tour of top-secret military sites around the United States, courtesy of our unexpected co-pilot, the China Spy Balloon. While U.S. jets casually escort us, the captain insists... There's nothing to worry about, and CNN is on deck to reassure us that this spy balloon is merely soaking in the breathtaking views, not pilfering classified intel, to the demise of Americans. In this rib-tickling adventure, join us as we unravel a tale where military secrets become unintentional punchlines and the sky transforms into a playground for laughter. CNN's objective coverage, quote-unquote, Guarantees that no secrets are slipping through the helium-filled fingers of our spy balloon. So fasten your sky cabin seatbelts when the sign comes on for a hilarious ride on this edition of the Ringside Politics Great China Spy Balloon Caper, which is our Blue Skies Ringside Politics Parody of the Week. Hello, passengers. This is your Chinese spy balloon captain. We're over America's nuclear facilities right now. We'll be hanging a left in a moment. Divulging all of the Pentagon's secrets. But don't worry, we have the mainstream media in America covering for the Chinese Communist Party. If you take a moment and look out of your left window, you will see the U.S. military sending up fighter jets who have been ordered just to take a look but not do anything whatsoever about our spy balloon until after we've collected data and sent it back to the CCP. This is CNN. The Chinese spy balloon that was shot down after it went over the continental United States last year was not spying on America. And there we go. <laughs> Let's uh, now bring on the mastermind of the uh, Ringside Politics Parody of the Week, uh, our creative director, Steve Konas. Good morning, sir. Welcome. Hey, buddy. This is a public service announcement. Everybody is looking at the shiny object right now because the Democrats and Biden are going to the border and all the people uh, in the conservative movement are rejoicing that now the Americans and now the media and now the establishment, everybody is teaming up to point out that we have illegal immigration and migration taking place that is 
unreasonable. But what we're doing is we're looking at the shiny object and we're not looking at the facts on the ground, what is taking place. Joe Biden doesn't want to be at the border today, but it's the lesser of the two evils. The Democrats and Joe Biden and the people in power have just allowed another treasonous spy balloon to go overhead without being uh, shot down immediately. Recall last year when the last spy balloon went overhead, CNN and even the Pentagon said, oh, we don't know where it came from, we're not sure what the situation is, and we think it's a hobby balloon, and it's no Mm -hmm. big deal. Now, in retrospect, we find out that uh, NBC is saying that the Chinese spy balloon gathered data and sent sensitive military information back to China using American Internet providers. We know this is a fact. Another report says the Chinese spy balloon targeted military installations, underground facilities during their flights over the U.S., Meanwhile, while we're all talking about this illegal immigration, and that is front and center, we have balloons going overhead which could carry EMPs or nuclear bombs, and they're still talking about this new spy balloon. It's likely a hobby craft, uh, and it's possibly something smaller and has nothing to do with the state of China sending over these balloons Meanwhile, uh, China's balloons are back. The Wall Street Journal is reporting that they're over Taiwan last month. So there's a full program of Chinese spy balloons all over the world. Why our government would allow yet another balloon to go overhead and not shoot it down immediately after they previously told the public that there was no trouble and it was not a threat, we find out it was a threat and that someone misappropriated the information and told the American public things that weren't factually accurate at the time, and then it appears to be a cover-up. Because why would you send Joe Biden to the border? You know that's going to be the talk on everyone's mind. Even the people here locally are speaking about personal illegal immigration problems and tragedies Mm -hmm. and things like that, while EMPs could possibly be floating overhead, or a nuclear bomb, for heaven's sakes, floating overhead, while our own Pentagon tells us that, oh, it's probably a hobby balloon. That's the same thing they told us about the last one, Jeff. So we got our eye off the ball, brother, and today's Mm -hmm. parody was a public service announcement. Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh. So yes. are you seeing what I'm seeing, sir? Yeah. I mean, uh, well, I, I, I we're lied to all the time. I, I see that uh, China's getting away with whatever they want to. I, I don't trust anything that's told to us about these balloons. Uh, who knows? Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Could be China. Who knows? Uh, you're right. They just had one that just went over the whole U.S. and they said it was a hobbyist balloon. Uh, that's what they say. Uh, now, of course, they also have spy satellites above. China's spying on us all the time. And remember last week we had that cell phone outage uh, that they claim was not terrorism. Again, I don't trust that uh, report, and, and that could be a precursor to something uh, a lot more serious. So, yeah, I think we're all in danger. I really do. Jeff, and uh, China's our number one threat. That you're right. Mm-hmm. The guy said that the um, cellular outage 
was not a, a terrorist action or anything of that nature, and they said it within 30 seconds of it happening. They already right. had had a confident opinion Talking of that. Points. They didn't take any time yeah. to review it, and they came out with that, mm-hmm. and that's ugly. But thank goodness we have CNN reporting, because <laughs> they're just saying that the China appears to have suspended their spy balloon opu- uh, operation. Okay, nice. so this is a fairly, uh, you know, a recent reporting after the first incident. CNN is reporting back in September that China appears to have in- suspended their spy balloon operation. Well, if that, well, well, thank goodness, it, then it must be a hobby balloon. If CNN is going to say that well, they suspended their operation. You know, by CNN reporting that, that means that they're doubling down on their spy balloon operation if CNN reports that they're ending it. All right, Absolutely. my friend. And, well, and so that's the ugly truth of the situation. We're talking about illegal immigration, and yes, it's a problem. But meanwhile, that's on the ground. We need to worry about what's overhead, brother. And that's today's parody public service announcement. And I thank it you very much. It is a public much. service. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you, sir. That is our friend Steve Gonis. Hey, we'll come back and open up our phone lines, 504-556-9696. More clips to share with you. We'll get to more of your emails, more topics on the table. I'm loving uh, Andrew Weissman, the uh, hack uh, Democrat partisan prosecutor, crying on Morning Joe this morning. I'm very pessimistic. They've given Trump the win. The D.C. case is now on life support. The Jack Smith case will not go to trial before the election. Hey, couldn't it happen to a better group of people, right? 504-556-9696. We'll be right back. battle with mosquitoes outside your house stop smacking yourself in the face call mosquito joe whether it's playing ball with the kids or cooking out mosquito joe treatments allow you to enjoy your yard without the nuisance of pesky mosquitoes ticks and fleas no more itching and scratching and no more wasting time on smelly products that don't work visit mosquitojoe.com or call 504-208-2361 for more information and a free quote with mosquito joe outside is fun again do you want to overcome obstacles thrive, and live a life aligned with your deepest values, then let me recommend Stewart Life Coaching, led by its dedicated owner, Edwa Stewart. She's committed to empowering individuals to achieve their full potential, lead fulfilling lives. At Stewart Life Coaching, the emphasis is on fostering a positive mindset, resilience, and effective goal setting. Edwa understands today's fast-paced world and challenges, but through one-on-one sessions, her clients are guided to discover their strengths, overcome obstacles, and create meaningful sustainable change. At Stuart Life Coaching, clients are encouraged to explore their values, aspirations, and personal narratives to unlock their true potential. Stuart Life Coaching provides a personalized navigation system for life, offering support, insights, and strategies to help you navigate your unique path and achieve a fulfilling and purpose-driven life. For more information, contact Edwa at 504-578-0006 or visit edwastuart.com. For over 30 years, the Monumental Task Committee has cleaned, restored, and repaired all monuments and statues in the New Orleans area. Dedicated to historic preservation, this volunteer-based nonprofit organization receives no government or taxpayer money. Please consider preserving Louisiana history by making a tax-deductible donation through the website at monumentaltask.org. 
That's monumentaltask.org. Well, we know about our economic problems, supply chain issues, record-setting inflation, sky-high gas prices. And during COVID, the big box stores were allowed to stay open the whole time. So many little guys, the small business owners, were forced to close. The wealthiest people on the planet became better off, while mom and pop suffered. The question is, what are we willing to do about it? How can our voices be heard? We vote with our dollars. That's how we make a difference. No more shopping at big box stores. If you can get the items from a family-owned company. We help people walk away from the big box conglomerates. We can shop factory direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer. Family-owned companies put their customers first, not Wall Street investors. Let's together cut off their cash flow. We can choose to help regular people by shopping with family-owned businesses and buying products made in America. Call 718-869-9020 or visit switch2usa.com switch to usa.com ringside politics with a punch we won't tap your phone lines but we will tap into your thoughts call jeff cruer now at 556-9696 welcome back um, I'm loving the uh, House Freedom Caucus mocking the retirement of Senate uh, Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. Uh, they sent out this um, news release or on uh, Twitter. Quote, our thoughts are with our Democrat colleagues in the Senate on the retirement of their co-majority leader, Mitch McConnell, parentheses, D, Ukraine. <laughs> no need to wait till November. Senate Republicans should immediately elect a Republican, quote unquote, minority leader. Uh, McConnell, who represents Ukraine more than he does his state of Kentucky, turned 82, announced he's going to step down from his leadership post in November. He plans to serve the remainder of his term, which ends in 2027. I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. I'll complete my job my colleagues have given me until we select a new leader in November, and they can take the helm next January. So this guy's going to be you know, in his position for almost another year. McConnell has supported approving more aid for Ukraine, which marked its second anniversary of fighting Russia earlier this month. So there you go. McConnell urged Speaker Mike Johnson to take up Ukraine funding uh, first before uh, taking up uh, any kind of border bill. So he's pretty much saying, hey, we need to secure Ukraine. Forget the border. Huh, the border, what's that going to do? 504-556-9696. Rick Scott tweeted, uh, Mitch McConnell stepping down provides a great opportunity for true conservative leadership in the Senate. Uh, Rick Scott would make a great Republican leader, said uh, Congressman Bob Good of Virginia. And uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, of course, uh, good riddance to him and, and all the McFailures. All right, let's get back to the phone lines. Uh, open line here on the program, uh, 504-556-9696 to join the conversation. Jeff at WGSO.com, the email address. We'll get back to uh, more of these uh, clips uh, as well. But right now, let's get rolling with Bernard, who joins us in NOLA. Hey, Bernard, how are you? Good morning and welcome. Good morning, oh wise one. Good morning. We have to give McConnell thumbs up. He did get a lot of judges through. That's going to be his legacy. 
And um, we have we, we we you know we can't throw the baby out with the bathwater in that case. Yeah, he's been terrible. I I I despise him as much as you on the Ukraine and stuff. But he he helped get hundreds of conservative and 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 moderate judges through. And that's all I want to say about that. And um, I'd like to move on. Do you agree? Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I I I give him. I mean, but yeah. I mean, I'm wondering how good these judges are. I mean, how, well, how good is uh, yeah, Amy Coney yeah, Barrett? Yeah, no, no, really? it's, it's, how good it's, is Brett it's Kavanaugh? Air, really? but, you know, it's um, he he. They're not that good, really. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're right. But um, now, well, could you imagine? You know, yeah. If 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 he wouldn't have tried, and he, you know, look, he's an old man. Okay, my second thing is in defense of Doctor uh, Phil, um, Doctor yeah. Phil McGraw. Um, I heard the clip you played, and, um, you know, God bless Dr. Phil. It's a little bit too late. He, um, too little too late. He, um, his show was knocked off the air because every, every week he'd expose what's going on with the fentanyl crisis and so on and so forth. About eh, one out of every five shows, he'd really do a hard-hitting show about drugs He'd do about, you know, mass murderers and stuff like that. Stuff like you'd see on 60 Minutes. And, um, and, and, and Dr. Phil was a victim of, of, um, of his own success. Perfect example. Um, about five years ago, he did a two-part show on child trafficking when nobody was talking about it. And, um, you know, how, how, how big that is in Hollywood and, and politics. And they had a girl on there, and she mentioned names, and they blurped it out and stuff. People who were high up in the food chain of government and, and, and um, big business. And I think that was the beginning of the end for Dr. Phil, because he had great ratings all the way to the end. And um, it's, it's almost like, I said this one time on your show, about 10 years ago, there was a great show on um, CBS called The Unit. And um, it, it was um, about our military. And, um, well, once Obama came in there, the unit was knocked off the air because it showed how the military generally is mm-hmm. and, and, and so on and right. so forth. And, and had good ratings and all. And, but you know, doc, I think Dr. Phil was a victim of the syndicators. They want happy talk. They want um, this. They don't want to talk about drugs. They don't want to talk about... Dr. Phil showed teenagers in crisis at least once every 10 days, every 10 shows. You know, stuff that really is... People don't want to see. And, and, but, you know, it needs to be seen because mm-hmm. if you don't have it in your family, you don't know what's going on. And um, doc, Dr. Phil did a good job. I don't care if, if he's a doctor or not. He, he, he did a good job, and um, there'll never yeah. be another show like that again. There'll never be yeah, another show. Yeah, and I'm glad like- he's still uh, writing books, and uh, he's still getting out there. I saw him on, on Fox the other day. So, yeah, I think a lot of what you're saying is true. I mean, they, they target people that are telling the truth, and uh, thank goodness he still has other platforms and still doing what he's doing. And, you know, to go into that uh, hornet's nest, the view, and, and spew some truth, uh, good for him. I mean, yeah. Even the audience agreed yeah. with what he was saying. Uh, and you know that's a whacked-out liberal audience. So, Yeah. Dr. Phil right. would come back once a week, like on, on, on um, um, Real America's Voice or something like that, where he could really, you know, do some hard-hitting shows. But look, Dr. Phil, he was just, he was just a face on there. 
you know, they, mm-hmm. those producers and all, they come up with um, all those other shows that really weren't too good on Dr. Phil. And um, like I said, they weren't happy talk. They weren't happy, you know. And um, Dr. Phil, yeah. you know, he... He, sh- he, was he, showed us, he showed us the right. underbelly mm-hmm. of what's going on in the country right now. Yeah. Yep. Well said, sir. Thank you, Bernard. Appreciate you. And uh, good comments. Uh, 504-556-9696. Take care. Let's roll over from NOLA to Metairie. And we say hello to Brian this morning. How are you, sir? Good morning. Welcome. Well, Mr. Career, good morning to you, your family, and the WGSO family. There is no other radio station, and I'm not just saying this because I know you, but there's no other radio station in the United States that, that puts the guests on that you do and have such wonderful callers that, that don't hold their tongue, which is magnificent. You try to call in anywhere else, and, and you sense it before you even get the first ring. <laughs> You're right. You're well, right about that, well, my friend. What, what cereal are you and your wife going to have tonight for dinner? <laughs> My favorite is Cracklin' Oat Brand, myself. So uh, my wife's so uh, much of a cereal. Uh, she likes grits. So, but can, uh, can, can you imagine them coming out and saying that? <laughs> right. You know, families are, are struggling to put the cheapest meat that they can on the, mm-hmm. on the table, and cutting back yeah. on their own food so their children can have it. And you got right. you got these these three major. Uh, there's a jet taking off. I'm sorry. There's uh, the three major cereal makers are all doing the same thing with each cereal for dinner. But something else that, that most don't know is the amount of, and this is for those who have grandchildren and children, the, there's a chemical in Roundup that is not only extremely toxic, but is a, a serious cancer-causing agent. And, and uh, it's in cereal. Uh, that that your children eat, that your grandchildren eat, and it's almost two thousand times the, the the amount that's recommended to, to be allowed. So next time you you uh, you, you get cereal, that uh, you know there, there's so many other things that you can make for young. So this is called uh, chlor uh, chlormiquate a uh, pesticide that they yeah. found in it, it, Quaker Oats and Cheerios. Yes, uh, sir. Chlormoquate. So this wanna... is, yeah, this is linked to infertility in animals, according to a new study by the Environmental Working Group. They found it in 92% of oat-based foods, including yep. Cheerios and Quaker oats. Yep. Um, yep. So they're saying that, that these cereals contain a toxic pesticide. Yep. And it's based in Roundup that they spray on the crops. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, so this is what's being fed to children. And, and yeah. I mean, we've talked about eugenics so often, but mm-hmm. when you start, and this has been going, this is, this has just come out. This has been going on for a while. So what's been building up in our children's liver? Right. It's a scary I thought. mean, uh, oh. yeah, the pesticides, uh, what, what we're being exposed to, uh, just mind boggling when you think about it. And then you compare it to how our ancestors lived, you know, uh, eating food that they grew in their, their own yards. I mean, you know, quality food, uh, nutritious. Uh, now we're dealing with pesticides and chemicals. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, yeah. and uh, there's another breaking story. Uh, mm-hmm. When Mr. Biden is defeated uh, in November, 
CBS mm-hmm. is going to give him his own nighttime show. It's going to call. It's going to be called the Unix. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Take care, Mr. Clark. All right, my friend. Thank you. Uh, you know what Mr. Biden needs to do after he loses in November is uh, check himself into a uh, rest home and uh, get some much-needed rest. Uh, he needs to uh, get on some uh, good meds, uh, get a good uh, program there where he gets a little exercise and has round-the-clock care. So he won't be falling off stages, won't be falling off his bike, won't be uh, falling upstairs, won't have to climb those stairs anymore on uh, Air Force One. So that'll be a good thing. He'll just have to climb the stairs to get to the to the gym or the pool and the rest center <laughs> so he can get some uh, exercise. That's what he needs to do. I mean, the guy needs to be in getting full treatment. I mean, the fact that he's a uh, quote-unquote doctor, phony physician, said he didn't need a mental competency test, that's ridiculous. That's crazy. We'll share a few more clips later on of Biden in action. We'll take more of your calls when we come back. 504-556-9696. Jeff Cruer here. Open line on the program. It's Ringside Politics rolling on. Thanks for being with us. We'll be right back. Anytime, anywhere. Smartphone, tune in radio app, WGSO.com. On the AM dial at 990, we are WGSO New Orleans. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. The U.S. Supreme Court is agreeing to hear arguments and make a ruling about former President Trump's immunity claims in his election interference case. Trump on Truth Social Wednesday thanked the high court. His lawyers have argued that Trump's 2020 election challenges were all genuine and within the purview of his role as the nation's chief executive at the time. Prosecutors remain skeptical, alleging Trump became part and parcel in an effort to illegally overturn the 2020 presidential election while also holding the office of president himself. In his New York civil fraud trial, it's no deal for Donald Trump. USA's John Schaefer. A New York judge rejected Trump's plea to halt penalties in his civil fraud case while he appeals. The request to suspend the enforcement of over $450 million in penalties was denied on Wednesday. There is a deal coming together to fund the government for another week or so. The House was expected to vote Thursday on a bill for temporary funding. It pushes the partial government shutdown deadline from this weekend to March 8th. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell announcing Wednesday that he will step down from his GOP position in November, citing the need for the next generation of leadership. As Ecclesiastes Ecclesiastes tells us, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose. At 82 years old, McConnell stated he'll remain in his role until the November elections, but will serve out the remainder of his term, which concludes in January 2027. Former President Trump's being barred from the primary ballot in Illinois. Cook County Circuit Court Judge Tracy Robert wrote in her decision she was compelled to agree with Colorado's state Supreme Court, which ruled to disqualify Trump from the ballot under the Civil War era 14th Amendment anti-insurrectionist clause. This is USA. 
gusty winds and stays cool. Upper 50s in the morning goes to low 60s. Mostly overcast and windy today. Spotty showers overnight first, then a quick ramp up of that rain chance to the early morning hours. Several rainy and shower thunderstorm periods likely in the morning. One or two possibly for the afternoon. 60 in the morning goes to high tomorrow, approaching 70. Warm it up each day, 70 Saturday, Sunday, with only isolated, if any, showers and thunderstorms. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Sleepers, stay caps, dump and service trucks, flatbeds, buses, trailers, boats, RVs, farm tractors, pickups, autos, and more. The two-day spring public auction, accepting your consignments too at Henderson Auctions in Livingston, Louisiana. Thursday, March 14th, Friday, March 15th, 9 a.m. Preview Wednesday, March 13th, 9 to 4. Register now at HendersonAuctions.com. Business license number AB-459. Hey, it's Jeff Cruer. Is it time to renew your license? The DMV is slow, but Quick Notary is fast. Quick Notary can renew your license fast. So don't waste your time. Save yourself the hassle. Come to Quick Notary for all your DMV services today. They're in Metairie at 1035 Veterans Boulevard, corner West William David. Their other services include vehicle registration renewal, vehicle title transfer, notarizing affidavits or bill of sales, power of attorney, donations, and even will. You can even get your new license plate issued right on the spot. And don't wait for the rush. At Quick Notary, you can get your nationally mandated real ID. They're open till 5.30 p.m. during the week and 4 p.m. on Saturday. For more information, dial 504-598-5666. That's 504-598-5666. Or visit them on Facebook. That's Quick Notary. That's Q-U-I-K Notary. For all your notary services, there's no one quicker or better than Quick Notary. I guarantee Guarantee it. The Louisiana Voter Information Project is an educational organization that informs people about the important issues that affect Louisiana. We strive to give voters a bigger voice. Since our founding two years ago, we've held educational forums, informed voters about important legislative issues, and highlighted the critical need for honest elections and honest voter roles. Our next project will focus on the upcoming election for the Jefferson Parish Republican Executive Committee. We will educate voters about the voting history of some candidates and of the committee itself. Is the committee important? You bet. You'd be surprised about how much this committee influences your local government. So stay tuned, learn about the committee, and get ready to vote for committee members in March. It'll be here before you know it. For more information or to get involved, check out lavip.org or email us at info at lavip.org. We are the Louisiana Voter Information Project. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio LLC. Nothing to do to save his life, call his wife in. Nothing to say, but what a day, how's your boy been? Nothing to do, it's up to you. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Ringside Politics with a Punch, and your host, Jeff Couler. 
well past 25 years of broadcast experience under his conservative belt and still packing a punch. He's the host of Ringside Politics with a Punch, writes for townhall.com, and has a new book, America's Last Chance. Jeff also has his own YouTube channel. But even with all that going on, he hasn't forgotten his listeners. The ones who opine every day right here on WGSO. Call Jeff Guerre right now at 556-9696. Go to a show, you hope she goes. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. Good morning, good morning. And we're back, kicking off another hour of the program, and uh, so glad you're with us. Uh, We've got a lot to do as we roll on, and of course, we'll get back to more of your phone calls uh, in a bit. Open up our email bag, other topics, other clips to share with you right now, a guest segment. uh, Very pleased to have back with us from a great group, the Committee for Constructive Tomorrow, uh, Dr. Bonner Cohen, Senior Policy Analyst with uh, C-Facts, and uh, how are you uh, doing this morning, uh, Dr. I'm doing fine, Jeff. I hope you and the good people of Louisiana are doing well, too. Yes, indeed, and uh, we appreciate you being with us, and, uh, of course, uh, lots to get into here with you. Uh, There seems to be uh, some movement away from EVs, and I wanted to see if you could verify that. There does seem to be some realization from automakers uh, that uh, EVs aren't uh, reliable, they aren't economical, and the American people don't seem to be buying them in the numbers that were projected. Is that true? That's exactly right. Uh, Across the board, uh, with one notable exception, and we'll come to that in a minute, uh, manufacturers of electric vehicles, those vehicles which have been more or less mandated both by the Biden administration as well as by various state governments around the country, California, New Jersey, New York, uh, the usual suspects. Uh, Those states and Biden's EPA, uh, through regulations, are trying to get rid of internal combustion engines with the goal of having a very high percentage of Americans driving EVs by 2030. However, we are now faced with a situation where the supply of EVs far outstrips the demand for them because the American public is having grave misgivings about spending an awful lot of money for a car that has an awful lot associated with it. Uh, As a result, uh, dealerships around the country have lots full of EVs uh, for which there are an insufficient number of buyers. And this is going to spell real trouble, particularly for the Detroit uh, automakers who are stuck in the UAW, United uh, Automobile Worker, contracts, which are very expensive and which in no small way were predicated on the assumption that revenues would pour in from the sales of EVs. Well, they're not doing that. So don't be surprised if, among other things, we find ourselves having to bail out, yet again, uh, the the groups that we formerly called the Big Three, 
uh, pretty soon. But let's face it, there are just too many problems associated with EVs, from the lack of recharging infrastructure to the enormous repair costs that these things have, not to mention the tremendous amount of damage these heavy vehicles do to our infrastructure, mm-hmm. our roads, our highways, our bridges, etc. And, and, and uh, of course, we're also enriching China, correct? Uh, that's uh, exactly right. Components uh, are that's made in China. That's well right. worth raising. The uh, raw materials that go yeah. into the batteries that power EVs. China has a stranglehold on the supply chain of, of those things to the tune of about 80%. So when you buy an EV, uh, you are in all likelihood uh, helping bankroll America's greatest geopolitical rivals. The Chinese were absolutely delighted uh, that uh, the West, the U.S., uh, Europe, and what have you, decided they were going to do away with uh, fossil fuel use or greatly reduce it as much as they possibly can and go to electric vehicles because they control the supply chain of electric vehicles. Mm -hmm. They can Mm -hmm. also turn out these uh, vehicles cheaper than we can, surprise, surprise, and recently, the Chinese manufacturer of EVs, a leading one, a company called BYD, uh, is now looking at uh, entering the U.S. market by way in all likelihood of Mexico. They, mm. they can put a plant in Mexico, therefore qualifying as a North American manufacturer of EVs, and bingo, they're cheap EVs will come into the U.S. where they will compete with much more expensive American-made EVs. Cui bono, People's Republic of China. Dr. Bonacoa room with us. Uh, Jeff Carrere here. We're going to link to where people can get more information about the Committee for a Constructive tomorrow. Uh, Of course, uh, this green agenda, we're going to have on a guest, uh, hopefully, uh, Monday, talking about how this green agenda is so expensive for Americans, uh, hurting uh, minority groups, Uh, African-Americans especially, because EVs cost a lot more. Uh, All of this green uh, agenda are are increasing the costs on all Americans, right, uh, Dr. They are, and uh, someone coined a term. I wish I had done it. I'd love to take credit for it, but I didn't. And they call it green lash. Uh, Think of black lash now as a green lash, uh, because the uh, policies being adopted in the name of combating climate change are uh, adding to all the expenses that the average American, and for that matter, European, household is having to confront. Energy goes up, the energy to heat your home in winter, cool it in summer, the appliances, they mm-hmm. want to do away with uh, appliances that run on natural gas, kitchen appliances, and have everything all electric, which cost more money. Uh, we've discussed the EVs and what a fiasco that is turning out mm-hmm. to be. And there's a tremendous amount of resistance also in growing resistance uh, to having wind farms and solar farms well, let's in talk about communities that. all across the U.S. Now, it's a, it's a the, fierce uh, battle 
because the backers of those things have lots of money, and they can buy off some landowners and convince them to put these things up. On the other hand, the last thing you want to do is live across the street or just down the road from wind turbines, which, (laughs) aside from being ugly as sin, uh, make an awful lot of noise, deface the countryside, and still function only when the wind is blowing. It's an so let me ask you this. How many birds are being killed by these uh, wind uh, The turbines? latest estimate of those, just in the United States alone, and there's an outfit called the American Bird Conservancy that regularly updates this, you're talking hundreds of thousands of birds every I mean, that, year that, that's uh, being sick. slaughtered that's by sick. wind farms, and in addition to birds, also bats. The bats may not be the most lovable creatures in the world, but they're, they're vitally essential because they eat we, bugs. And so then, more, uh, more how bugs. many whales? <laughs> how many whales are uh, showing up on beaches dead? Ah, yes, uh, you have whales that are beaching themselves. And the Biden administration uh, is absolutely determined uh, to put up uh, offshore wind farms along the Atlantic and, for that matter, Gulf Coast. Uh, the problem is, particularly right. in the Atlantic, uh, whales migrate up and down the coast, and they migrate, particularly something called the right whale, which is endangered. Uh, the right whale migrates right in the path of where the Biden administration, in its infinite wisdom, wants to put wind farms. And those whales will become disoriented because of the uh, the noise that these things make, they will wander out into shipping lanes where they stand to be slaughtered. And so this is this is all being done in the name of protecting the environment, where we're putting, uh, in some cases, endangered species at risk. Dr. Cohen with us, uh, Jeff Career here, uh, and one last thing I wanted to ask. So we are unfortunately here in Louisiana buying a lot of this uh, nonsense. Uh, even though we're we're rich in oil and gas, uh, we should be promoting those industries. Our legislators approved uh, a wind farm uh, off the um, uh, southwestern coast of Louisiana uh, in the Gulf. Uh, every legislator approved it. Uh, I think it was a, a deal to financially benefit some of these legislators, sadly. And now it seems like uh, some of these folks, uh, sadly, including our governor, want to make us the uh, carbon capture uh, capital of the nation, where we're going to be uh, storing uh, carbon that is captured all over right here in Louisiana underground. And I think that is, well, for one, foolish, because I think CO2 is beneficial. But two, it could be dangerous uh, storing this uh, beneath the surface. But we seem to be all on board for it, uh, Dr. Cohen. Is it some sort yes, of uh, economic uh, development uh, issue? So your thoughts? That's right. It's a, a carbon capture is a gigantic scam. There was an enormous boondoggle right next door uh, to y'all in Mississippi a few years ago uh, where Southern Company, a, a big utility in the southeast, uh, was involved in a carbon capture uh, a project, and they, they lost billions of dollars on it. Why in the world would we want to take CO2 out of the atmosphere when CO2 is absolutely essential for life, uh, including plant life, agriculture, and what have you? 
the lower the levels of CO2 in the air, the less green the planet will be. Uh, we do not want to do this under any circumstances because ultimately, if, if it's done enough, uh, it will put the, uh, the food supply uh, that, that feeds 8 billion people around the world in jeopardy. And I'm sad to see well, that the legislature... They don't care about that, doctor. <laughs> they don't care about that. They want fewer people living on, on the planet as well. Oh, I mean, indeed they do. Uh, <laughs> right. Environmentalism is rooted in yeah. eugenics. And mm-hmm. The whole notion that there are too many people on the planet, and uh, the, the fewer, the better. Uh, they don't care about ordinary people. These are elitists uh, who talk only to themselves, uh, they have the financial wherewithal to buy off people, sadly, including state legislators here, there, and yonder, and impose their agenda on us. But their agenda is manifestly anti-human, always has been. Uh, but I'm worried uh, about this carbon capture project. Uh, I think it could be dangerous to the people in that area. They said oh, that there have been be. some, some risks. Uh, if it's still possible, if, if, the, uh, if the deal hasn't been sealed, uh, the people in the affected area need, need to raise a real stink about this uh, mm-hmm. because you are endangering people. This is still a technology that is not fully tested. It has never worked any place where it's been tried. The losses have been huge. And the environmental disruption here uh, that not only affects the environment, also the people in the area uh, is incalculable. And believe me, what you want to do is stay away from this. It is a gigantic scam. Yeah. It could contaminate drinking water. It could actually stimulate uh, seismic activity, they're saying. Oh, yes, exactly. And Mm -hmm. you have a tremendous amount of water in Louisiana, particularly the southern part of Louisiana, where where you are, uh, you know, the bayous and what have you. And if Mm -hmm. this contaminates that, you're talking about an environmental disaster and potentially a public health disaster because you don't want this stuff getting into groundwater. And don't believe for a moment all the assurances you're going to hear from the developers. These these people lie all the time, to put it bluntly. They're saying it's great for economic (laughs) development. We want to be the uh, carbon capture. Oh, they'll tell you all all these jobs they're going to create. No, no. (laughs) Don't believe any of it. All right, Doctor. Thank you for your work. Uh, thanks for being with us. We'll link to where people can get more information and uh, look forward to our next uh, visit with you, Doctor. All right, so do I. Thank us. you very much for having Take me. Take care, sir. Take care. Okay. You too. All right. A lot more to get to when we roll on. Let's take care of some business right now. Keep it right here on WGSO. It's Ringside Politics. We'll be right back. 100 years have passed since Our Lady of Fatima first appeared to the three shepherd children in Portugal. Her request, when granted, will assure peace in the world. Her requests are simple. The consecration of Russia to her immaculate heart by the Pope and all bishops of the world. Pray the rosary every day and practice the first five Saturdays devotion. When enough people follow her instructions, there will be peace. If her requests continue to be ignored, there will be dire consequences. Time is running out. Please pray for the conversion of Russia. For information about Fatima, contact www.fatima.org. 
If you're looking for a great restaurant in Metairie, there's nothing better than Quarter View Restaurant, 613 Clearview Parkway, the home of politics with a punch. They have delicious New Orleans seafood and appetizers, signature sandwiches, and delicious po'boys. The pasta dishes are out of this world, and the desserts are amazing. For more info, check out facebook.com slash quarterview or call 504-887-3456. So we'll see you at the Quarterview. Delicious dining, great atmosphere, and family-owned and operated. It's Jeff Cruer. After 21 years on the air and 21,000 interesting guests, I'm still fired up every day to host the Ringside Politics Program. I take on all sides, take on the mainstream news media, the deep state, those who want to destroy our country. If you support this fight, I'd love for you to come on board as a sponsor of our show. You can reach our great audience and help sustain a program that will never be part of the liberal media. To participate, contact me at jeff at wgso.com. Thanks for your support. Support. Southern Legal Clinics is a family-owned business. Three brothers, Stephen, Tim, and Pat Rooney, and two nieces, Kristen and Courtney Rooney. They have been in business for over 40 years. They treat their clients as family. The law firm has six offices in Southeast Louisiana, and they've handled thousands of criminal and civil cases in 17 different parishes over the last 40 years in the federal, state, and parish courts. They offer extensive criminal and civil litigation experience, handling estate planning, succession, wills, bankruptcy, domestic law, and personal injury. Their fees are very reasonable and they offer free consultations. Their attorneys have given back to the community and have volunteered countless hours of time, coaching, serving on boards, and being active members of civic organizations. For more information, visit southernlegalclinics.com or call 504-455-4185. I'm Jeff Gruer. This is Clay Cangelosi. We are excited to announce the creation of Premier Media Group. We will be your one-stop shop to handle all of your digital media needs. Our services will include podcasts, web design, promotions and event planning, video production, and equipment rental. For more information or to set up a free consultation, call 504-407-1534 or visit us at pmgroup.live. Hey, remember in the old days when something was really difficult, they would say, well, it's going to take an act of Congress to fix that. Well, Bob, you were right. The times, they are a-changing. Today, an act of Congress means it's never going to get done. Have ah, your chance to opine is here right now with Jeff Kuehr and Ringside Politics with a Punch. He's winning Ringside now at 556-9696. All right, welcome back. Uh, Jeff Career here, open line on the program. I want to thank uh, Dr. Cohen for uh, being with us. Uh, we're going to get right back to your phone calls. I uh, wanted to share with you uh, just uh, a little bit of Joe Biden uh, in action. Uh, and, uh, of course, this is a guy that his doctors uh, just said uh, doesn't need a, uh, of course, he doesn't need a mental competency test. He's uh, perfect. He's uh, mentally sharp. Here he is uh, giving a toast uh, the other day at the White House, and uh, let's see how he did. Let's check out clip number six. The man behind me here, he, uh, he said, and I want to make sure I get the quote exactly right, he said, the better angels, he said, we must address the council and address the better angels of our nature. And we do, and we do well to remember 
what else he said. He said, we're not enemies, but we're friends. It's the middle of the, in the part of the Civil War. He said, we're not enemies, but we're friends. We must not be enemies. Folks, and I've been around, I know I don't look it, I've been around a long while. Ago. <laughs> and, uh, and I mean this sincerely. We've gotten, politics has gotten too bitter. And you know... Uh, <laughs> Uh, and and who is really uh, cause that? Who's the most bitter of them all? That guy. And uh, of course, here is uh, where he says one of his favorite lies, and that is concerning the uh, Chinese dictator. Let's check out clip number seven. I uh, I've spent a lot of time with Xi Jinping, someone whom I have a great deal of difference with, and I was. Uh, when I was vice president, president, uh, my, my, my president was, told me that he wanted me to get to know Xi Jinping because it was clear he was going to be the head of Russia, of, of China, and he, we, had, we were having problems with Russia at the time and other countries as well. And uh, so what he said was, get to know him. He's going to be there. I, and he couldn't because he was the president. He couldn't travel. So I traveled 17,000 miles with him throughout the country, our country, and, and in, uh, in China as well. We were on the Tibetan Plateau, and he turned to me, and he said, can you define America for me? And I give, this has been documented, it's real. I looked at him, I said, yes, I can, in one word. He looked at me, he said, what's that? And I said, possibilities. <sighs> Notice how he slipped, and he said it was uh, Russia. Uh, talking about, of course, uh, China. Uh, this has all been debunked, uh, that he traveled with 17,000 miles. That has been debunked. Uh, but he keeps repeating it. I mean, he repeats things that have been debunked all the time, so <laughs> why not repeat them here? And uh, he keeps saying that uh, that's his word that defines America, possibilities. Is that the word you would use? Possibilities. Uh, I think uh, there's a better word to use. Wouldn't you say freedom would be a better word to use? Liberty? Uh, wouldn't you see uh, those words would be better to define America? I mean, at least uh, vision of our founding fathers. They came here for, what, religious liberty, right? Uh, fleeing oppression in uh, Europe. Uh, fought a revolutionary war uh, for uh, the freedom that they uh, sought, wanted to uh, be released from the uh, bondage uh, that were imposed on them by the British monarchy. And uh, isn't that what the Civil War is about? Uh, freedom of uh, slaves, freeing the slaves, uh, certainly one of the major reasons. Uh, freedom from economic oppression. Um, so um, you know, isn't that why we went to World Wars One and Two for the freedom of people that were being uh, attacked and to free countries uh, in Europe and to preserve our freedom here and other wars that we've been uh, engaged in. That should be. Uh, unfortunately, I think we've lost track of it since then. I think we've gotten off course and are now into nation building, et cetera, and um, getting involved in wars for the military-industrial complex as opposed to uh, promoting freedom. So that's unfortunately the direction we've gone in, but I think historically that would be the, the word to use for the United States, not possibilities. 
So I guess one possible outcome is Joe Biden would be installed as president and we'd have to live through three years of his horrific uh, rule, <laughs> three years and one month and nine days. Uh, and finally, uh, here's an ironic comment from one of the geniuses on the Democrat side, AOC, their intellectual leader. Let's check out clip number eight. Rent in New York City, just like across the rest of this country, has gotten out of control. Our housing crisis it has has gotten to such epic proportions that not just the poor, the working class, the middle class, upper middle class yeah. people can't even afford to live in the city anymore. If anyone is leaving, it is the actual people that make New York City work. It's the working class. And, and who's caused all that? Who's responsible for all that? Uh, all those Republican uh, leaders? Uh, oh, well, that's right. There are no Republican leaders there. <laughs> and there are no Republican leaders uh, in uh, D.C. that have any real power. Democrats have uh, run all these cities into the ground. Democrats are the ones that are uh, causing people to flee. Democrats are the ones that are giving us, uh, you know, housing costs that are out of control, uh, poverty that's out of control, blight out of control, drugs, crime out of control. Uh, Democrats are uh, doing all of that. So, yeah, she's right. There's a major problem. But, of course, she won't point a finger at who's to blame. Her party and her policies are AOC. All right, a lot more to get to you. Hang on with us. It's Ringside Politics here in the airwaves. Jeff at WGSO.com. The email address, Jeff at WGSO.com. Our email address, Anonymous writes in, isn't it possible that China is using balloons to communicate with their troops that are now in the U.S. thanks to Biden? That could be. That could be. That could be. And uh, we shall... Uh, we shall see what happens here. Obviously, uh, we've got a president that's not standing up to China. I'll tell you that. All right, quick time out. Let's take care of some business, get a news update. We'll be right back. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Jeff Palermo. Heading to the governor's desk is a bill that would put 17-year-olds who commit felonies in the adult criminal justice system. The legislation repeals a law that went into effect in 2019 and prosecutes Nonviolent 17-year-olds as juveniles. But Bossier City Representative Raymond Crew says 17-year-olds are becoming more violent. 56% of all juvenile murders since Raid's age have been committed by 17-year-olds. That, that shows you right there that it is a different segment of society. Laplace Representative Sylvia Taylor is also a practicing attorney and doesn't like the idea of sending 17-year-olds to an adult prison without any educational services. Everyone here is going to suffer from the effects of continuing to lock them up, don't give them any hope, don't do anything for them to make them want to be better. Also heading to the governor's desk is the bill that allows non-felon adults to concealed carry a gun without a permit. Louisiana Radio Network. Hey, it's me, Gus the Gopher for Atmos Energy. Being a gopher, I like to dig. That's what us gophers were born to do, along with eating plants, taunting groundskeepers, and listening to bluegrass music. And I especially enjoy digging around the yard. Occasionally, I bump into a utility line and I get a headache. Ouch! After all, they're hard to miss since they can be buried anywhere. But if you hit one with your shovel, backhoe, or ditch digger, you could cause a gas leak, disrupt service, or worse. Makes me shaking my paws just thinking about it. 
You can avoid all of this by calling 811 at least three business days before you or someone else digs in your yard to have those underground utility-owned lines marked. Calling 811 will help protect your property, and more importantly, you. It's free, and it's the law. You dig what I'm saying? For more on safe digging, visit atmosenergy.com slash 811. If you need storage, there's no place safer or more convenient than Clearview Mini Storage. It's locally owned and operated, open seven days a week, 6.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. You can get storage units of all sizes for every need, and they have the best prices in Metairie guaranteed. It's monitored 24-7, and for a second floor unit, your first month is free. Contact my friend Tony at 455-2759, that's 455-2759, or learn more at clearviewministorage.com. Are you in a constant battle with mosquitoes outside your house? Stop smacking yourself in the face. Call Mosquito Joe. Whether it's playing ball with the kids or cooking out, Mosquito Joe treatments allow you to enjoy your yard without the nuisance of pesky mosquitoes, ticks, and fleas. No more itching and scratching, and no more wasting time on smelly products that don't work. Visit MosquitoJoe.com or call 504-208-2361 for more information and a free quote. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again work right now punching a time card or you're in prison for punching the boss we really don't care what we do care about though is your spin going on here every day at ringside politics you know there are people who believe that we've been visited by aliens then there are people who seem to be on another planet well that's not our problem either channel your energy now to jeff cruer and ringside politics the secret number is 556-9696 Hey, we're back. Uh, Jeff Career here. It is Ringside on the Airwaves. Hey, we're going to be joined by a special guest uh, in a few minutes, but let's get a few phone calls in at 504-556-9696. And we go to our friend Matthew in Homa. How are you, sir? Good morning and welcome. Good morning, Jeff. So on the subject of... uh uh, Riley Lakin, did you get a chance to listen to the mayor's press conference? I mean, the whole thing. I, I know we played the uh, the two hecklers who were promptly dragged out, apparently. Uh, yeah. But it, did you listen to what the mayor said? It Lakin was, Riley? Uh, no, I didn't see, hear the whole thing. I just heard excerpts of it. So did you, you listen to the whole thing? Yeah, uh, it, it was played yesterday on, uh, I believe it was uh, the litter box with Jules and All right, Factor so f- fill, fill, us fill us in. Basically, uh, we will not be uh, white supremacists, white supremacists, white supremacists, white supremacists, uh, because we are not white supremacists, white supremacists, only white supremacists blame us on illegal immigration. Well, not illegal immigration, migrants, that we love all of our... Uh, Brown, black, and uh, uh, black, uh, and Asian neighbors, and we won't be bullied by white supremacists, white supremacists, white supremacists, white supremacists. Let me ask you this: uh, did, did did he show any sympathy for the victim and her family? Did he talk about Lake and Riley, or was he just talking about white no, supremacists no, he, the whole time? No, no, he was just denou- he just denounced white supremacists, and of course he brought up Charlotte, Charlottesville. What Charlottesville? Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, what a whacked-out uh, idiot that guy is. Uh, I'm glad he was yeah, uh, heckled. Yeah. Well, he is a Democrat, um, though, so. 
But we, we've got to focus on the poor girl who was killed, okay? That's the focus. Yeah. The woman was killed. Yeah. Right. <sighs> and we've got to focus anyway. on uh, yeah. keeping that from happening again. It's interesting when you talk about uh, focus. Remember, speaking of Charlottesville, the charter buses that brought the Antifa uh, members there, and some people say they even brought some, uh, <clears throat> quote-unquote, white supremacists there? Remember that? Remember how uh, yeah, we never yeah. found out who chartered those buses? Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. We also never found out who paid for the pallets of pavers and bricks that appeared right before uh, the BLM, the mostly peaceful BLM marches turned to uh, uh, riot. You know, even uh, this, this guy... To do. This guy, Michael Rappaport, who's uh, an actor, uh, recently said that uh, he was lied to about Charlottesville. And I think a lot of Americans were. It was a false narrative yeah, well, that I was think, uh, presented. Uh, All right, my yeah, friend. Yeah, I hey, think a lot of people. Then there's one last yeah. thing. Whenever yeah. people talk about electric cars or windmills or solar mm -hmm, panels, mm -hmm. you have to take back to the basics. Why are mm -hmm. we doing this? Supposedly, carbon yeah. dioxide is causing the planet to get hotter. Is that Except when it gets colder. Uh, and yeah. supposedly it's this immicable threat. But do you have evidence of this besides the computer model? Right. Yeah. And I, I don't I, mean the doctored evidence that the uh, mm -hmm. National Oceanic and Atmospheric right. Administration has been doing and NASA's mm -hmm. been doing lately, according to uh, Tony Heller. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, you know, we had on Dr. Cohen, and I think he uh, highlighted it very nicely. And uh, and I thank you for your call, sir. We're going to link to the site where people oh. can learn more about a, a guy who's presenting some real facts on this issue. I'm a little worried about this uh, carbon capture project that we're going to be undertaking here in Louisiana. There could be environmental consequences to that, all in the name of trying to take CO2 out of the atmosphere, which I think is beneficial. <laughs> so... Uh, again, we've got uh, a lot of things that uh, we need to look at here, maybe a little closer. One thing we like to do is present to you some good options, uh, and we've got uh, a great team that can do it, and that is Southern Legal Clinics. And uh, joining us, uh, as he does uh, regularly, we're very pleased to welcome from Southern Legal Clinics, Pat Rooney joining us on the Ringside Politics Hotline this morning. Pat Rooney, good morning, sir. How's your day going? He's going very well. Good morning. How are you? Now, good morning. Normally, we catch you. You're driving to, to Homa. You're driving to the North Shore. You're driving to Gretna. Are we catching you in the car today, or are you at the office? I am at the office, in my Mattery office. That's where our main office is located. And um, nice and uh, relaxed. I've already seen a few clients this morning, and but uh, took a little time Excellent. to talk to you and your audience. Excellent. Well, uh, we're going to link and encourage everybody to check out southernlegalclinics.com uh, and, uh, of course, uh, all the different uh, services that you provide. And uh, one of the areas that you focus on, I was hoping we could focus a little bit on today, and that is uh, estate planning. And, uh, of course, uh, this is uh, one of uh, the areas of expertise uh, at Southern Legal Clinics. Right, Pat? That's correct. Uh, we've been doing uh, estate planning, uh, which, you know, is basically uh, talking about to clients in reference to wills, um, power of attorneys, uh, successions, um, and some trust. You know, it just depends uh, if we need a trust or not. A very, 
very rarely do we need trust. But, uh, you know, we, we help people through and navigate through all these issues. We sit down and uh, mold their wills uh, according to uh, what their wishes are and give them advice on, you know, how they should word it sometimes. Um, you know, at a lot of times, uh, I could tell you, I was at a, um, was at a seminar and they asked me to speak. And uh, there's about a little bit over, maybe close to 100 people. And when they raised their hands on who did not have a will, over 70% in the audience did not have a will. Wow. Some had minor children. You know, if, if both parents are deceased, who, who should take the children? That's the guardianship. That, sh- that could be in the will. We had, we had uh, elderly uh, elderly uh, couples, and they are uh, on second marriages, and not realizing that someone has a house before that marriage, and that marriage would go to that person's kids, not to the present spouse. So there's a lot of things that uh, they just felt, oh, it automatically goes to this person, but not not necessarily. So we sit down and I, I talk to them, and I talk to any client that comes in. We don't charge for consultation. Sit down and talk and um, see if we can mold a will that's going to be satisfactory to them. Now, let's talk about something called forced airship. Uh, what's right. the situation with that here in Louisiana? Okay, in Louisiana, uh, we follow, uh, we have the Napoleonic Code, which is French law. So we're different than anywhere else in the country. Forced airship is is very foreign to any other state in the United States. But what it means is is that you have if you have a child who is mentally or physically handicapped or is under the age of 24, that child is a forced air. That means you have to leave a portion of your estate to that child. Now you can still leave what's called usufruct of that portion to your spouse. And a lot of times that's what we see. That way your spouse is going to manage the money for that child. Um, but, you know, you also have, uh, you know, a disabled child or mentally uh, disabled child. And, you know, then you want to maybe even include a special needs trust inside the will. But forced airship, it's, uh, it was, a, I guess, a compromise made by the state legislature and then voted on by the people back in the early 90s uh, mm-hmm. on, on age limits of forced airship. So what percentage uh, do they have to leave? Is that determined, or uh, is, is yes. that uh, up in the air? They're, the percentages are so, determined? Yeah, so if you have only one child, you have to leave a fourth of your estate to a child that's under 24 or mentally or physically handicapped. If you have two or more children, you have to leave a half of your estate to the uh, children under the age of 24 or the children that are mentally uh, handicapped. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so this is different from other states, Pat? That's correct. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times what we see is, uh, you know, people, they, they, they get these, these general forms online. You know, every time I talk about this, do not get them offline because uh-huh. Louisiana has a very specifically worded, uh, has to have very specifically worded language in these wills. And if they're not, they're invalid. Mm-hmm. So you're just wasting your money. Um, you know, we only charge one hundred fifty dollars for a will, so they go online. They spend seventy five dollars plus. They have to pay for a notary, so it just doesn't make sense not to do it. You know, with us or so another the will. The, the will. Let's say a, a couple comes in and um, they they work with you. They uh, they get a will. Uh, they don't tell anybody. They put in their safety deposit box, and there's an accident. They die. Then nobody knows where the will is. Is there a place like online or in the, with the state where the, it is uh, filed? 
Yeah, you can you can file a will in advance. You can register with the Secretary of State's office. They do have a, an office that does that. Normally, though, what we suggest is that when the person makes the will, they should definitely let um, whoever the executor in the will is know. We also hold on to a copy. Now, of course, we wouldn't know if someone passed away necessarily unless a family member contacted us. But, um, you know, you should keep it at your house. You can record it. There are some issues, though, by recording it, uh, if it's registered with the state, is that getting those uh, documents out could be um, cumbersome. And uh, if you wanted to change it, it could be a problem, too, because um, I've seen it to where the state has misplaced certain documents. And so we had one will by uh, an heir, our legatee, came in, and the one that was registered in the state was an old one, and then the new one wasn't registered. So we just had to make sure that we uh, we followed the correct ones. So the challenges, yeah. <laughs> the challenges. Uh, yeah. Matt Rooney with us, uh, Southern Legal Clinics, uh, talking about uh, I think an extremely important topic, and that is uh, estate planning. Uh, Want to also delve into something that I think um, a lot of people might not know about, but it should be something people consider. It's called uh, power of attorney. Uh, why is it a good idea to have a power of attorney, Pat? Okay, that is very important, and there are two types that we do here. Um, it's a, a general power of attorney where uh, you allow someone, whether it's a spouse or a family member or a good friend, to operate your business affairs if you're unable to do so. Let's say uh, you get on a, a wreck uh, and, you, and you're unconscious, not able to manage your own affairs, uh, if you have a surgery and it doesn't go well and you have to, you know, have somebody manage your affairs. But then you also have what's called a medical power of attorney, which is even more important. This is where you give someone uh, the power to make medical decisions for you. Let's just say you go in for just a routine surgery. Um, doctor comes out, says, you know, we need to go more invasive, but we can't go more invasive because we found something here, but we need someone to give us that mm-hmm. authority. Medical power of attorney allows you to do that. Also, transferring medical files from one doctor to another when the other person cannot do it. So, a lot of times people say, well, I don't really need it. Well, I can tell you, you do, especially as you get older. Because dementia what can age come in. Do, is there an age that comes to mind that people should start uh, considering powers of attorney? Or it varies case to case? Yeah, it's, it's case to case. Um, there's different reasons why you have it, you know, when you're younger. Um, you travel a lot, then you want to have it because if you're out of town or again, if you get in an accident or something occurs out of state, then you need to have, make sure someone has that authority here for you. But as you get older, dementia is, is definitely a, a big problem right now. I cannot make, I cannot notarize and witness a, uh, a power of attorney. If someone is, has the, um, onset of dementia where they're not understanding what they're signing. So we have to, so you know, you couldn't sit down. you couldn't do one for uh, Joe Biden right now, I guess. <laughs> uh, let's just say I'd have to speak to that person. Uh, quite well, his doctor his, his doctor says he's fine. So you know, there you go. I guess if you yeah. talk to the doctor, he says he's fine. Exactly, but and that's an interesting uh, question because sometimes people do have onset of dementia, and you have good days and bad days. You have lucid in- intervals. So as long as right. that person can understand how many children they have, you know, uh, names, you know, I go through a lot of questions and it's, I got a little, che- I have a little checklist so to make sure they them? understand. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Them, you do like a competency. T- 
Uh, yeah, it's just a quick, some questions that I've developed over the last 30 years, you know, just so that if I'm not 100% sure, I go over these this checklist in front of the witnesses, and as long as they understand and uh, we feel that they're competent, then we will notarize the uh, power of attorney in the wills. Pat Rooney with us of Southern Legal Clinic. So many interesting topics here this morning we've been getting into. We've got about a minute left. Uh, I know our folks uh, probably want to contact you and your team to uh, discuss some of these issues. How can they do that, Pat Rooney? Okay, well, you can call our main office number, which is 504-455-4185. You can go online. Our website is southernlegalclinics.com. When you call our our secretary's been with us for 27 years. That's the, uh, you know, she knows uh, competent to, to direct you to what attorney to speak with. It's myself, two brothers, and two nieces. We're a family business. We have offices around the uh, southeast Louisiana, three on the North Shore. I'm in Mandeville, Slidell. We have one in Homa, one on the West Bank of Gretna, and the main office in Metairie. Because we come out to y'all uh, instead of y'all having to always come into our main office. But uh, we, we handle divorce, we handle succession law, bankruptcies, personal injury. We've been doing this for a long time. We treat y'all like family, because we are family. Excellent. Well, Pat Rooney, always appreciate you, and thanks so much for the time this morning and discussing what I think are incredibly important topics. Uh, Southern Legal Clinics, folks, check it out. Thank you, sir. All right. When we come back, we'll get back to the phone calls. 504-556-9696. We want to hear from you. Jeff at WGSO.com, the email address, and uh, a lot more that we're going to be delving into, some more uh, news we're going to share with you. But right now, let's take care of some business. We'll be right back. Do you want to overcome obstacles, thrive, and live a life aligned with your deepest values? Then let me recommend Stewart Life Coaching, led by its dedicated owner, Edwa Stewart. She's committed to empowering individuals to achieve their full potential, lead fulfilling lives. At Stewart Life Coaching, the emphasis is on fostering a positive mindset, resilience, and effective goal setting. Edwa understands today's fast-paced world and challenges, but through one-on-one sessions, her clients are guided to discover their strengths, overcome obstacles, and create meaningful, sustainable change. At Stewart Life Coaching, clients are encouraged to explore their values, aspirations, and personal narratives to unlock their true potential. Stewart Life Coaching provides a personalized navigation system for life, offering support, insights, and strategies to help you navigate your unique path and achieve a fulfilling and purpose-driven life. For more information, contact Edwa at 504-578-0006 or visit edwastewart.com. On March 23rd, voters in Metairie, Harahan, River Ridge, and most of Kenner will elect a new judge for the 24th Judicial District Court Division D. Jerry Smith is proud to be a candidate in this important election. Jerry has extensive experience litigating both civil and criminal matters. He spent 13 years representing the state of Louisiana as an assistant district attorney, prosecuting some of the region's most violent criminals. Jerry Smith is a lifelong Republican, a Jefferson Parish homeowner for over 20 years. 
a loving husband and father who has dedicated his time and talents to the community. He is founder of a Hogs for the Cause fundraising team that has raised over $100,000 to assist families battling pediatric brain cancer. Jerry Smith's legal career and professional reputation in the community emulate the values he prioritizes in raising two young boys. Integrity, the value of hard work, and respect for others. For more information, visit jerrysmithforjudge.com. Paid for by the committee to elect Jerry Smith. For over 30 years, the Monumental Task Committee has cleaned, restored, and repaired all monuments and statues in the New Orleans area. Dedicated to historic preservation, this volunteer-based nonprofit organization receives no government or taxpayer money. Please consider preserving Louisiana history by making a tax-deductible donation through the website at monumentaltask.org. That's monumentaltask.org. Hey, Mimi, we're moving. Moving to Wednesdays at 5. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. And take your phone call. You can listen to us on 990 AM, WGSO, WGSO.com. And find out who's right. Of course, that's me. No, of course, that's me. I've been doing this 23 years, Mimi. Practice makes perfect. So you see, we'll have plenty to talk about on He Said, She Said. Wednesdays at 5. Right here on WGSO. Hey, here's a question for you. If a man chooses to be identified as a woman, does he still have to pay attention to every word that she says? Well, hey, we don't care. Uh, but both of you are welcome to air your thoughts right here on Ringside Politics. You can blow your horn or shoot that bird, but face it, will that really make any difference? No. What really bugs you, we want to hear from you. And Ringside Politics. Call us at 556-9696. Hey, we're back. Lots going on. And uh, we thank you for joining us right here on the Ringside Politics program. Check out crewair.net. Uh, sign up for our newsletter. Take our web poll asking about who's going to win the 2024 election. Uh, got a new video up there about Bidenomics. Check it out. Uh, and, of course, our Cassidy petition that continues to gain signatures. We're happy about that, calling for his immediate resignation. The Rhino letter from President Trump, our uh, book information, uh, Keep the Republic Plan, all at crewair.net. Don't forget also, uh, you can check out my latest column right here at WGSO.com uh, about uh, the boiling point being reached over this border. And I think uh, we're seeing it, and that's why these uh, two top contenders for president are going to be at the border today. President Trump, who secured the border, and President Biden, who uh, created the border disaster that we now see. Uh, Jeff at WGSO.com. Jerry writes, Sam, I'm extremely concerned about this evil carbon capture BS nonsense, and I agree with you, my friend. Linda writes in, when I have differences with people, either family or strangers, I limit dialogue with them. Biden talks about his uh, dialogue with the China leader. Jeff, it seems like another lie or hypocritical for Brandon, <laughs> a.k.a. Biden, to be claiming the lots of miles with the China Jeff, I have little patience left for this senile traitor. And that's uh, Linda from Bayou St. John. I hear you, Linda. Jeff at WGSO.com, back to the phone lines, and we welcome our friend Roy checking in from Kenner. What's happening, Roy? How are you? Good morning, and welcome. Well, Roy, are you with us? Could. There you are. Yeah, can you, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, yeah, I'd like to start locally here. 
I don't know. Did you happen to see Fox 8 News last night? No. Okay. What they did, the, uh, the Eastern District of New Orleans, the, uh, the U.S. Attorney General, he subpoenaed all of Lee Zorick's uh, Outside the Lines uh, documentary on Cantrell and Vappy. Did you happen to see that? Okay. I mean, I, I heard yeah, there was... Yeah, uh, what they're doing, you know, well, subpoena, what they're going to do is mm-hmm. Rafael Goinecci was on air. They, this woman's going to be indicted probably the next few months. Uh, her and Jeffrey Vappi. So the walls are starting to close in on her. I think her days are numbered as mayor uh, going forward. They're going to, you know, get their ducks in a row. But now uh, the the legal system is going to move in on Cantrell. That was what I saw last night. I just wanted to give you that heads up in case you saw it or not. Number two, uh, Donald Trump's going to the border. Of course, Joe Biden's going just for photo op, but Trump's going down there. What I wish he would do is when he's standing there and holding a press conference, and I think tonight he's going to be on Sean Hannity, have a picture next to him of Lake and uh-huh. Raleigh and say, yes. this is the, 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 the problem of Joe Biden's border, and then have a picture of Biden, Harris, Schumer, Pelosi. These are the people with blood on their hands who allowed this woman to be murdered. And I think you know, that way, at least he could call it out because the media, they're trying to say this guy was undocumented and all the word salad that they use like this mayor used yesterday and trying to avoid uh, culpability in this woman being murdered. But uh, anyway, that, that, that's what I'm hoping Trump does, that he calls out and he, he, he gives this woman a shout out. And uh, it really, mm-hmm. you know, sets in motion what's going on at the border now and all the crime that these people are bringing in. Yeah, it's uh, unimaginable to think of what is going on because of all this. It's it's yeah, infuriating. Well, the, the other, it's infuriating. Yeah, the other, day, the other day we talked about Rachel Campos Duffy. She went into yeah. one of these hotels in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Well, after she left, her cameraman was assaulted. I don't know if you heard. She yes. got in the car and she left. She went and got Representative Andy Biggs, and they were going back there. Uh, Two guys came out. They had black hoodies on with masks, and they started throwing rocks at their car, and they had to leave. They couldn't even get out the car. I don't know if you heard about that story, too. Uh, Yeah. No, yeah, I, I, and what was, was done? Was my my question on. is, what was what was done to these criminals for doing that? Yes, Nothing. exactly. All this is mm-hmm. going on in your country now. So, all right, listen. Yep. Thanks a lot. That, all right, my friend. On Latoya. All right, all right. See you later. Appreciate it. Yeah, and I appreciate the update, and I appreciate you know Lee Zurk and everybody who's uh, doing their investigations. I guess I am just uh, not convinced anything's going to happen to her prior to her leaving office. As far as uh, consequences of the investigation, uh, she is, uh, I think, um, possibly the worst mayor of all time. So, you know, we're saddled with maybe the wor- worst mayor of all time while we've got the worst president of all time. <laughs> so we've got leadership issues, folks. 504-556-9696. Springs Up Politics right here in the airways on WGSO. Jeff Career with you. Hey, if you're online with us, hang on. We're going to get to your phone calls uh, next after the break. Another special guest joining us. Want to hear from you at 504-556-9696. We'll be back. It's Jeff Ruer. Join me weekdays.
Days from 7 to 11 a.m. for Ringside Politics, right here on WGSO, 990 a.m., New Orleans. USA News, I'm Ryan Daniels. Former President Donald Trump is thanking U.S. Supreme Court justices for agreeing to hear arguments in his immunity claims case over charges he interfered in U.S. government election proceedings after November 2020. He expressed gratitude via Truth Social following the high court's decision announced Wednesday to hear the immunity arguments and make a ruling. The FAA is giving Boeing a 90-day ultimatum to address its quality and safety concerns. USA's John Schaefer has more. Following a day-long meeting on Wednesday, it was reported that an FAA-commissioned investigation revealed a disconnect between the company's leadership and its workforce on safety matters. The investigation also highlighted employees' concerns about potential repercussions such as reassignment or limited career advancement for reporting safety issues. Both President Biden and former President Trump will visit the U.S.-Mexico border as controversy over the handling of the immigrant influx continues. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. President Biden will travel to Brownsville, Texas to meet with U.S. Border Patrol agents, law enforcement, and local leaders. Meanwhile, former President Trump is set to visit Eagle Pass. The two leaders enter the Lone Star State as Biden's expected to renew a call for Republican lawmakers in D.C. to reconsider the U.S. Senate's bipartisan border security and foreign aid deal that would allow a U.S. administration to shut down the border if needed. It was a deal Trump opposed. And President Biden's physician confirms his fitness for presidential duty following a routine physical at Walter Reed Wednesday. A medical summary indicates no new concerns. The president opted out of a cognitive test, the White House citing doctor's advice that it was unnecessary. This is USA News. Gusty winds and stays cool. Upper 50s in the morning goes to low 60s. Mostly overcast and windy today. Spotty showers overnight first. Then a quick ramp up of that rain chance to the early morning hours. Several rainy and shower thunderstorm periods likely in the morning. One or two possibly for the afternoon. 60 in the morning goes to high tomorrow approaching 70. Warming up each day. 70 Saturday, Sunday with only isolated if any showers and thunderstorms. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Sleepers, stay cabs, dump and service trucks, flatbeds, buses, trailers, boats, RVs, farm tractors, pickups, autos, and more. The two-day spring public auction, accepting your consignments, too, at Henderson Auctions in Livingston, Louisiana. Thursday, March 14th, Friday, March 15th, 9 a.m. Preview Wednesday, March 13th, 9 to 4. Register now at HendersonAuctions.com. Business license number AB-459. The Louisiana Voter Information Project is an educational organization that informs people about the important issues that affect Louisiana. We strive to give voters a bigger voice. Since our founding two years ago, we've held educational forums, informed voters about important legislative issues, and highlighted the critical need for honest elections and honest voter rolls. Our next project will focus on the upcoming election for the Jefferson Parish Republican Executive Committee. We will educate 
educate voters about the voting history of some candidates and of the committee itself. Is a committee important? You bet. You'd be surprised about how much this committee influences your local government. So stay tuned, learn about the committee, and get ready to vote for committee members in March. It'll be here before you know it. For more information or to get involved, check out lavip.org or email us at info at lavip.org. We are the Louisiana Voter Information Project. Hey, y'all, it's spring festival season. Check out these events going on this weekend. March 2nd, Shadows Arts and Crafts Fair in New Iberia, Bayou Terrebonne, Boucheret in Homa, and Arts Evening Cultural Festival in Slidell. And mark your calendars for this upcoming event, March 9th through 16th, Shadows on the Tesh Plain Air Competition in New Iberia. Visit festivals.explorelouisiana.com and make your plans to laissez les bon temps rouler. Big Easy Limos. Book our amazing holiday limousine deals and save when visiting New Orleans. Enjoy our exciting mode of comfortable transportation. All of the amenities your heart desires. Big Easy Limos. 504-466-4477. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. Nothing to do to save his life, call his wife in. Nothing to say, but what a day. How's your boy been? Nothing to do, it's up to you. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Ringside Politics with a Punch. And your host, Jeff Couer. Well past 25 years of broadcast experience under his conservative belt and still packing a punch. He's the host of Ringside Politics with a Punch, writes for townhall.com, and has a new book, America's Last Chance. Jeff also has his own YouTube channel. But even with all that going on, he hasn't forgotten his listeners. The ones who opine every day right here on WGSO. Call Jeff Guerre right now at 556-9696. Go to a show, you hope she goes. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. And we're back. Uh, Kicking off a new hour of the program. We say hello to uh, all of our friends joining us on the airwaves, uh, 990 AM, WGSO.com. And, of course, on the Mixer app, you can download it from the Google Play Store, the Apple App Store. And it's free, ad-free, great way to listen. Take us with you wherever you go. We prefer that to the other apps because you're not constantly bombarded with ads. And it's a great way to listen. So... We have what we call Ringside All-Stars every day on the program. On Thursdays at this time, we're joined by the publisher of TheDeadPelican.com. Our friend Chad Rogers is with us. How are you, sir? Good morning. Welcome. Doing great, Jeff. Uh, well, there's this, uh, this YouTube channel I enjoy watching. Uh, it's 
called Black Conservative Perspective. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. But, uh, as the title as the title describes, it's a black guy who's conservative, and he was he put a video out uh, covering this case. Uh, the Supreme Court uh, is going to be hearing the case about Trump's uh, immunity claim, and uh, he showed some clips from MSNBC that were kind of disturbing. Uh, basically, that um, what's go- what was going on. Uh, he showed some clips from MSNBC, and basically these liberal commentators are furious that this uh, that this uh, Supreme Court hearing is they're not going to hear it until it's going to be months from now. It's looking like it's looking like it looks it looks like a possibility, maybe a possibility. Some of these liberals are freaking out that Jack Smith's case might not be heard before the election. I mean, I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but but uh, they're they're furious that the Supreme Court for waiting so long to get around to this. And uh, this liberal commentator at MSNBC, he described the Supreme Court as theocrats in robes, and he basically said the Democrats need to pack the courts. He said any Democrat who is opposed to expanding this quote, I mean, any Democrat who is who is opposed to expanding expanding the court, in other words, packing the court, is a part of the problem. He says basically, you know, we need to pack the courts. He said this. The Supreme Court is a bunch of theocrats in robes, and we need to pack the courts. That's, that, that's, pretty, that's basically what he said. I mean, I was mm. greatly disturbed by it. It was like, what the hell? Like, like, like and, and, and the Supreme Court, it, it needs to be said, the Supreme Court has not ruled in Trump's favor, not yet. Uh, this is the case involving the uh, presidential immunity, immunity, claim, immunity claims. But the liberals are furious that the Supreme Court is taking so long to get around to it. Uh, yeah, well, they they want to they want to have a trial in the middle of the uh, presidential election. I mean, they they want to try to uh, mess up his plans as much as possible. They don't want justice. Uh, they want to interfere with justice, and they want to interfere with the election. They want to take away our choice. They want to take I mean, away they, President Trump from being on the ballot. Yeah, I mean, right. if they expected Trump. I mean, if they expected Trump not to challenge us, they're idiots. I mean, look, the wheels of justice turn slow. Okay, Jack Smith filed these charges, and of course, Trump's going to challenge it. If Trump challenged it. Trump challenging it means yeah, it's going to be slowed down. That's how that's how the legal system works. That's how the legal system works, right? I mean, the wheels of justice turn slowly, and it's, just, it's that's by design, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean, they're idiots if they didn't think Trump was going to. Of course, Trump's going to delay it. Going to try to delay it. I mean, if they're idiots if they expected something else. What were they expecting? Of course, he's going to try right. to delay it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's just common sense, Jeff. I mean, right. it's kind of laughable. I mean, this was kind of inevitable. I mean, of course he was going to delay it. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, it's kind of hilarious. Unbelievable. You know, five zero four five five six nine six nine six. It's ringside right here in the airways. Jeff Career here. Chad Rogers joining us of the deadpelican.com. Uh, yeah, these people are unhinged. They're they're crazed. Uh, now we also have uh, uh, your lead story there about this uh, undocumented uh, migrant, this quote unquote uh, illegal immigrant. Uh, and I talked to the Kenner police chief about it earlier. Accused of rape, stabbing in uh, separate incidents in Kenner. Police chief says that it's uh, really taxing on their resources uh, to have to deal with all these uh, illegals. And uh, this guy had no record, uh, language barrier, obviously. And, um, you know, they're uh, fortunate to get him off the streets. Uh, 
How many others are going to be uh, impacting Kenner and other cities, uh, Chad? That's a good question. You know, Jeff, there was a recent case of a young woman, I think it was a college girl, getting, who was murdered by an illegal alien, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what was her name? Lake and Riley? You're talking about the, the, the jogger? Yeah, I think so. That was recent, right? Yeah, they had Molly Tibbetts a few years ago That was a very recent yeah. one, I thought, wasn't there? Lake and Riley, just a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. See, okay, so uh, stop giving this a thought, okay? Like, one man is killed by a cop, George Floyd, and there's mass protests everywhere. People are going crazy. Okay, one man killed by a cop, the nation mm-hmm. gets turned upside down. One woman gets killed by an illegal alien. I mean, with George Floyd being killed, it was wall-to-wall news coverage everywhere. They wouldn't shut up about it. Somebody gets killed by an illegal alien, dead silence. Is, is the media talking about her every, every 10 seconds? Is, is it wall-to-wall news coverage for this girl? Is it? No. No. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, you know, uh, someone calculated, I think Joe Biden had made 27 uh, social media posts about George Floyd, uh, not one about uh, Lake and Riley, not one. Of course not. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, this illegal immigration problem is out of control. Uh, I hope Trump wins in November. Uh, I hope he does something about the illegal, illegal immigration problems. I mean, I have concerns about Trump because, like I said, mm-hmm. uh we have a, the illegal immigration system is out of control right now. Yeah, but you know it's out of control because the wall never got the wall never got built. That's why we haven't wall to wall. We have terrible immigration problems now because the wall never got built. I mean, I hope he'll build. I hope he'll build. He'll build it this time. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. Well, I mean, if you really want to get mad, get mad at Paul Ryan and all the the Republicans in Congress who wouldn't give him the money to do it. I mean, he well, wanted the wall built. Uh, they wouldn't support it. He had to get it from the Defense Department. <laughs> he had to go around them. Well, that's what he should have done in the, in the first place. I mean, he, the, the president has the power to, build, to protect to protect the country. He has the power. He had the power all along to build the wall. Getting the money, getting the money from the Defense Department, somebody should have done it on day one. Because that's well, what he had the power. That's it had, it had never never been done before, and he was challenged. It wasn't something he could just do. It was legally yeah. – I mean, they, they tried to stop that from happening. So it took a long time for it to finally begin. Uh, but, I mean, the Republicans would not give him uh, any funding for it. Uh, they, I don't think – I mean, uh, there's, a theory, there's a theory out there that he, does, he, he didn't really need Congress to build the wall. That's one – I mean, that's, that's a theory I've seen out there. There's like, He's got money. Like I said, mm-hmm. it's the president's job to handle security matters. This is a, this is a national security problem. And, uh, you know, it's the president's job to protect the country. And, right. you know, that, that building a wall is protecting the country. I think, there's, I think there's ways for presidents to get something like that done without congressional approval. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, that, that's, that's, that's a legal mm-hmm. theory that I happen to agree with. I think, I think it's correct. The president, I don't think he really needed Congress to build a wall. Uh, right. So... Well, we'll see where it all goes. Five zero four five five six nine six nine six. We had a much better chance with President Trump uh, than we do uh, with Joe Biden of getting border security. That's for sure. I mean, a better much chance, better but, chance. I mean, yeah. better chance, but I, mean, I, I don't want a chance. I want to. I, I want to. Yeah. I want to guarantee. You know what I'm saying? Right. It needs to. This well, needs to happen. I mean, okay. There's nobody else who makes it a priority like President Trump. Really. I mean, he made well, it. He made it a priority from day one, from his first speech when he entered the race. Well, I mean, he, uh, he, he, he created the issue. Priority. He made it a priority in speeches, but it never actually got done. 
Okay, so but, but, but I mean, I don't thing. think you're being I don't think you're being fair to him. He built over 500 miles of wall. I mean, he he didn't like just sit on his thumbs and do nothing. I mean, he also it, got rid of is, the uh, he got rid of catch and release. He instituted remain in Mexico. So those were some is. he got Mexican to, to really bring forward a lot of their troops to help at the at the border. It is completely uh, fair. He nobody ran else a did wall. that. It is completely fair. He ran a building a wall. The wall did not get finished. It is that simple. Okay. So it, don't think I'm being unfair. It is absolutely fair. Okay. And well, let me say this: Are you going to give him credit for the 576 miles he did build? Yeah, of course. Okay. And how about getting rid of the catch and release and instituting remain in Mexico? Getting credit for that? Well, well that, I mean, that's a that's a. That's the policy that it is as soon as his presidency ends, Jeff. A wall lasts forever. No. Okay. No, those were policies that Biden had to uh, end. Uh, they were in place when Biden took office, and Biden ended it. That's exactly so, what I said. I said those yeah. catch and release policies, those, those mm. policies only last as long as Trump's presidency. The wall lasts forever. That's yeah. my point. Well, like, I mean, Biden has actually opened part of the wall, so Biden could tear down the wall. Well, yeah, <laughs> he could tear down anything Joe Biden, uh, President Trump puts up there. I don't think so. He's actually down, opened. He's actually opened down, part of the wall, allow better access from the illegals. Tearing down a wall, I don't think that would ever happen to me. Like, you know, President Reagan said, a government program is the closest thing to eternal life on planet Earth. I mean, the wall is a government program. Uh, Building the wall was he stopped that. That was employing people. He stopped it, and I'm saying yeah. he opened part of the wall. He, he destroyed part of the wall to allow easier access for illegals. Well, yeah, I don't no, know, no. man. I think that's uh, that's certainly a problem, and uh, all my fire is focused on what Joe Biden did. When President Trump left office, we had a pretty secure border. I mean, we had low numbers uh, as far as people coming in here. We had, all right, the, the, hang the, the, on. Definitely yeah, definitely lower than they are now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll look at the figures uh, when we on a break and tell you the difference. It was massive. All right, when we come back, uh, Chad Rogers with us, Jeff Career here. We'll open up the phone lines five zero four five five six nine six nine six. Right here in Ringside Politics on WGSL. Let's take care of some business. We'll be right back. Are you in a constant battle with mosquitoes outside your house? Stop smacking yourself in the face. Call Mosquito Joe. Whether it's playing ball with the kids or cooking out, Mosquito Joe treatments allow you to enjoy your yard without the nuisance of pesky mosquitoes, ticks, and fleas. No more itching and scratching, and no more wasting time on smelly products that don't work. Visit MosquitoJoe.com or call 504-208-2361 for more information and a free quote. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again. Are you tired of cookie cutter advertising? Do you want professionals that understand your needs and budgets? If so, let me recommend the Madly Group. It's a marketing agency based in St. Tammany, offering creative services such as branding and copywriting, video and photography, social media strategies, print and digital design, project management, and web design and strategies. They believe that relationships with their clients are just as important as their craftsmanship. And it's no surprise that they have an array of satisfied clients who appreciate the homegrown values of the Madley Group. Their approach is simple. Lots of listening until they fully grasp your vision. Then they put their mind power on it to deliver effective creative solutions within your budget and time frame. For more information, check out themadleygroup.com or email them at info at madleygroup.com. The Madley Group, dedicated to delivering stellar work that generates results. 
very soon you will be able to carry a defensive firearm in your pocket or purse without a permit in Louisiana. What should that firearm be? Can you protect yourself with a small 22 or 32 with almost no recoil? What about a 380? How is it different from a 38? The Home Defense Foundation will be holding free classes on these and many other carry-related topics in the coming year. To learn about all the classes, get on our mailing list at hdfnola.org. Learn how you can use a small self-defense pistol. Go to hdfnola.org and come to one of our free classes. Everything is free. Ammo, targets, range instruction. hdfnola.org. If you're looking for a great restaurant in Metairie, there's nothing better than Quarter View Restaurant, 613 Clearview Parkway, the home of politics with a punch. They have delicious New Orleans seafood and appetizers, signature sandwiches, and delicious po'boys. The pasta dishes are out of this world, and the desserts are amazing. For more info, check out facebook.com slash quarterview or call 504-887-3456. So we'll see you at the Quarter View. Delicious dining, great atmosphere, and family-owned and operated. There has been an investigation based on suspicions that there could have been involvement in tampering in the key parts of that suspected report. If any of that makes any sense to you, man, you're in the right wing of that bird. The mainstream media is at it again, and they've got the facts that might not be right and the opinions that you don't need. Well, what we do need right here now at Ringside Politics is you. Well, pine with us, all you got to do is call Jeff Cruer now at 556-9696. Chad Rogers with us. Jeff Career here. We're going to go to the phone lines right now, 504-556-9696. But I did do a little bit of research into that topic. And uh, looking here at uh, Statistica, which does uh, all kinds of statistics, they compiled from U.S. Border Patrol the number of apprehensions and expulsions per year going back to 1990. And in, uh, ni- in 2020, the last full year of President Trump's presidency, there was 405,000 apprehensions and expulsions uh, by Border Patrol. By 2021, that number had increased to 1,662,000. And then by 2022, the number had increased to 2,214,000. So an increase of more than five times uh, in two years under Biden than we had uh, during Trump. So, I mean, the problem has even exploded from then. I would say 2023, we don't have those figures, would be even higher. And then I think uh, we'll see what happens here in 2024. Maybe we're seeing some progress in 2024 because of what the Texas governor is doing. He's been able to put on uh, some um, barbed wire uh, fencing, and I think has been able to help reduce a number of uh, incursions into Texas. And uh, now they're going into California, and California is a new hotspot for illegal entry. Well, All I mean, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't deny that it was, you know, we, we had less illegal immigrants under Trump. My, my point is it never completely stopped. In other words, what I'm saying is more needs to be done. That's all I'm saying. It's yeah. it, it just, you know, it's... It, right. it, it, this, goes, this chart that I'm looking at goes back to 1990, and um, 1990 there was over a million, and then uh, it went up to 1.6 million uh, in the year 2000, and then started going down, and then 
you know, plunged down to 405,000 under Trump. And then it's been like this massive rocket ship. So you see a graph that just flies up in the wrong direction uh, under Biden. And uh, the number that I'm looking at for 2022 is higher than uh, anything they've ever had in history. Yeah. So uh, that's why in 2022, the guy who killed Lake and Riley came in. Uh, in, in 2023, the guy who raped and stabbed and Kenner came in. And once they come in, it doesn't seem like uh, very many get uh, shipped back. All right, let's go to the phone lines right now. Chad Rogers with us, Jeff Career here. Let's go to the show me state, the great state of Missouri, and say hello to our friend Gary joining us. How you doing, Mr. Gary? Good morning, sir, and welcome. Good, mor- good morning, sir. Uh, Good morning. Do you remember the Cuban boat crisis when everybody was coming from Cuba and we turned them around and sent them back? Yes. When yes. they in the rigged boats, and we had. Oh to yeah, I remember. Special, I remember. Yeah, definitely. And we we had to get a special uh, uh, visa for a boy. I think his name was Elon or Evan. He was sick. He needed a heart up, and we had to give him a special visa to come in. To, to get his medical attention. But they turned all them people around that was coming from Cuba, but these people wouldn't just walk in because they violating American law. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember that. The, the, there was a massive um, sort of uh, fleeing of Cuba. And then, you know, a lot of people left after Vietnam fell, you know, and came here uh, when... when Vietnam went communists, and uh, a lot of them were allowed into the country. So, you know, when you're fleeing a communist dictatorship, uh, that's one thing. When you're trying to come here just to cash in on benefits, that's another. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can understand why people want to come here, but we got to have some kind of legal process. We got to have yeah, some kind of way to control it. Other- otherwise, it uh, ruins the reason for anybody to want to come here. I think it was Reagan. Uh, I might be wrong, but I think it was Reagan that told him, "You know, you got to turn around. You got to come. Back, you got to come here legally." Right, right. And and they was on boats. I guess mm-hmm. if you on a boat, you're not good enough to come over. If you can walk across it, I guess you're good enough. Well, and what's interesting now that you say that, uh, Mr. Gary, is that some of the people coming in through the southern border are now from Cuba. They're flying over into Mexico and coming up that way. Because they, they figure they have a better chance. And one last thing I want to say: the Tele two presidents, they're they're talking about uh, Biden and uh, Trump going to the border. President Trump is going to the belly of the beast, right up against the wall. And they're having this corrugated uh, show or whatever you say that in Brownsville for uh, President Biden. President Trump's willing to walk right up to the border and answer hard questions mm-hmm. when uh, President Biden wants to be in Brownsville. I don't even consider that a border town. But. Well, it's the southernmost uh, place uh, in the United States, and they say that uh, it has not been a hot spot for, <laughs> for border entry at all. Uh, you know, last time he went last year, he went to El Paso, which is another place where you don't have a lot of uh, folks coming in. 
So, you know, he's able to say, hey, look, I, um, I'm at a place where we're making progress. So he doesn't want to go to Eagle Pass because that's where Governor Abbott has uh, installed barbed wire. And President Trump can point to that and say, hey, look what the uh, Texas governor had to do. So, and uh, if, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's where Trump's going to Eagle Pass. He is. Yeah, he is. Yes, he is. You and are correct, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are correct. Um, by the way, a little bit of research into the Marielle boat lift, which is what you were talking about when you had the mass immigration of Cubans. Uh, they came here between April 15th and October 31st, 1980. And uh, the exodus was triggered by a downturn in the Cuban economy. And uh, you had about a total, they say, of 125,000 who uh, participated uh, and reached Florida. And the boat lift was ended by mutual agreements between the two governments. So that stopped that. And uh, as you say, uh, the focus has been on, you know, what we can do to control it uh, from Cuba. But right now, we've got 174 nations flooding into our country from the southern border. Gary, interesting points. Any final comments, sir? Yeah, just think about the numbers. You know, when, what did you say, 150,000? Now we're in the millions. 125,266 Cubans actually wound up reaching Florida. Yeah. Well, that's one country, one, one relatively small country. We're now looking at um, massive numbers from, from countries literally all over the world. And we're talking about Africa, China, everywhere. And, and still huge numbers from South and Central America and huge numbers still from Mexico, I think. So, all right, my friend. Good point. Thank you, sir. Good to hear from you, Gary, in the Show Me State of Missouri. Uh, Chad, any comments, sir? Well, I mean, you mentioned, like, Trump's going down the border. I know Biden's going down the border. That's just a bunch of optics crap, okay? It doesn't fix anything, okay? I mean, they go down the border. They post us the pictures. I don't care, okay? The border problem needs to be fixed, okay? Politicians for photo ops don't fix the problem. I mean, photo ops for politicians don't fix the problem. Going down the border and border and visiting it, that's a photo op for a politician. Photo ops for politicians do not fix the border crisis. Um so that's that's all I have to say about that. And uh, I think that, that uh, Cuban boat that you're talking about, I think Castro sent some people over here. I think I think he said. Oh, that, movie, uh, yeah. Scar- that movie Scarface with Al Pacino. Um, mm-hmm. You know the, the gangster Scar. I, I think you know. I think Castro sent some criminals over here, just like like in that movie. Uh, yeah. Well, I think, well, I think uh, some- and, and folks from mental institutions as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, hey Gary, did you have a follow up you wanted? Hey, Gary. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I was just listening to his comments. Okay, it's not right. a photo op. It's not a photo op when the president is standing on the border taking questions from the border mm-hmm. patrol agents that are patrolling the border and doing the hard work for the American people. It's not a photo op when President Trump's there. It's a photo op. Well, Joe Biden. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's the Biden difference. Here, and you make a. You make a good point. What President Trump is doing is bring attention to a problem he can't fix right now because he's no longer president, but he can bring attention to it, and that's going to help, in my opinion, get something done. Biden has the power to do it now through executive action. He hasn't done anything. He's the one going for a photo op. President Trump, he's not president, but he can bring attention to it. He can do everything he can do it as a, can- as a candidate, 
and that is going to the border, getting getting the media there, bringing the attention to the issue. That's the most he can do as a candidate. Biden has the power to do something and has done nothing. Yes, sir. Day one, day one, President Biden, he he abolished, he vetoed, not vetoed, but he turned all President Trump's uh, policies off. Yeah, he sold right, off right. all the border wall, mm-hmm. and people want to say, you know, America, the people don't work, and they're, they're government employees, and they don't work. President Trump had that wall laid out in sections, so the mm-hmm. people would never stop working. They'd put one section up, and they'd get to the next section, and they'd put that one up. He had it all laid out. It was the best best picture I ever seen of the government really working. Yeah. They well, didn't have to wait uh, two days to get the yeah. material delivered. They just get to the next spot, and they go in, and they put that up. And they mm-hmm. get to the next spot, and they put that up. Right. Well, unfortunately, we've had three years of Biden's policies, and we got a disaster now. So, uh, hey, Gary, we've got to roll to a break. Thank you, sir. Uh, Chad Rogers with us. Jeff Career here. It's Ringside Politics on the Airways. We want to hear from you at 504-556-9696. We'll be right back. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Jeff Palermo. Louisiana adults who are not felons will soon be allowed to carry a concealed handgun without a permit or training as a result of a bill given final legislative approval by the House. Pineville Representative Mike Johnson says criminals are walking around with concealed guns, so law-abiding citizens should legally have the same opportunity. People are getting raped, murdered, carjacked, assaulted, and in most cases, those people are defenseless. You vote for this bill today and give the citizens of Louisiana the right to defend themselves. And the Senate has also sent a bill to the governor's desk that would increase the penalties for a drug dealer convicted of packaging fentanyl so it would appeal to children. A person convicted of this proposed law would face 25 to 99 years in prison. West Monroe Senator Jay Morris hopes this legislation will save a young person's life. My little town alone, I have three friends who have lost children to overdoses from fentanyl. LRN. Alyssa, I have a big question (laughs) to ask you. You do? I can't believe this is happening. You're on one knee. Alyssa, will you... (coughs) Hang on. (coughs) Will you marry me? Don't let the flu ruin your plans. Get your annual flu shot at no cost by visiting ldh.la.gov slash fight the flu. Brought to you by the Louisiana Office of Public Health. This is Nancy Landry, your Secretary of State. The Louisiana presidential primary is March 23rd. As a reminder, only registered Democrats and Republicans may vote in their respective party's primary. All qualified voters, regardless of party, may vote in local elections within their jurisdiction. Register to vote or update your registration in person or by mail by February 21st or online by March 2nd. Visit geauxvote.com for more information. Our Lady's Peace Plan is the only solution to the world's problems. Nothing else will work. Amend our lives, offer penance for the conversion of sinners, first Saturday devotion, and say the rosary daily in the manner requested by Our Lady of Fatima. This will end the chastisement of this coronavirus, prevent greater chastisements, and result in the conversion of Russia to the Catholic faith and a period of world peace. Learn everything about Fatima at Fatima.org. 
Hey, Mimi, we're moving. Moving to Wednesdays at 5. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. And take your phone call. You can listen to us on 990 AM, WGSO, WGSO.com. And find out who's right. Of course, that's me. No, of course, that's me. I've been doing this 23 years, Mimi. Practice makes perfect. So you see, we'll have plenty to talk about on He Said, She Said. Wednesdays at 5. Right here on WGSO. Nothing lasts forever, except maybe a seat in Congress or judgeship or taxes or felony convictions. And therein lies the problem. The only convictions we care about here at Ringside are yours. Your host, Jeff Cruer, has over 25 years of listening and speaking up for our side and has the record to prove it. Prove you care right now and call Jeff at 556-9696. Hey, we're back. Chad Rogers with us at thedeadpelican.com. Jeff Cruer here. A lot of calls we want to get to. Uh, Chad, any comments before we get back to the calls? Well, yeah, I just want to reiterate, you know, Trump going to the border, Biden going to the border, the National Guard being sent to the border. I, 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 as far as doing, as far as any of this actual fixing the problem, I, I, I question it. I mean, like the National Guard being sent to the border, like I said, what's the National Guard going to do? They're going to you know, arrest illegals and send them where? To the detention center where they end up getting turned loose? Is that how it works? I mean, really? It's yeah, I think the idea is the National Guard to be there and tell them, do not enter here, you cannot enter here, and just keep them there, keep them on the other side. It's, so you know, prevent it's, them I mean, from if the, entering. If the military is going to be involved in illegal immigration, I'll say, you know where they need to be? They need to be on the other side of the Mexican border taking out the drug cartels. That's what they need to be doing. They need to be fighting a war against the drug cartel. If the U.S. military is going to be involved in immigration, they need to be inside Mexico fighting the drug cartels. That's what mm-hmm. I think. Because the fent- yeah. fentanyl is killing Americans, and it's coming from Mexico. 109,000 per year dying of drug overdoses and fentanyl poisoning. 70% yep. of that number is from fentanyl. Yeah. So... Yeah, huge numbers. All right, uh, let's get back to the phone lines, 504-556-9696. We want to get to you, all of you, and we say hello to CJ on the North Shore. Hey, CJ, what's going on? Good morning. Welcome. How are you? I'm good. Um, first, I'd like to say I agree with Chad about 1% of the time. So this is kind of a you know, negative call. If President Trump is at the border, it promotes his a candidacy, and that's what will change the problem. Uh, it's not a photo op. It's his, you know, comments about what he plans to do. What is Haley going to do? What is Biden going to do? Um, if Trump was is president, the cartel probably will have a big problem. The first, you know, when he was president, he went over and talked to Mexico and said, this has got to stop. Well, I'm going to take some, you know, financial action against Mexico, and it stopped quickly. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say was, you know, why have the troops there? Because if they arrest people, and he didn't think, you know, Chad doesn't think that's important. When you arrest them, you fingerprint them, you photograph them, maybe you take a DNA sample, and then, you know, if if someone does something, you have a database on them. If they just keep walking in, walking in, there's no recognition of who's there and what they're doing. But if they've done crimes in other cities, well, now you have a whole lot of information. 
Well, case in point, what we talked to Chief Conley about earlier today, the the criminal in Kenner, there was no record of this individual, uh, no database on him, nothing. So uh, that that hindered their investigation because there were no records on the guy. He had been here for a while and just crossed in and committing crimes. Now we've got uh, d- data on him, but it took him to to rape a girl and, and stab a guy. <laughs> yeah. So that's why you arrest people at the border. And if you're standing there with a gun pointing at your face, they're not going to come over. Shoot a few shots in the air. I don't want to see anybody shot, but I don't want them coming over. And if yeah. that will help prevent or slow it down, that's a good Deterrence. Thing. Deterrence. Yeah. And I think the barbed wire that's been put up there deters. Uh, I think what the Texas governor is finally doing is deterring. So... Yeah, he's finally taking some action. Yes, it took too long, but hey, better late than never. We're seeing some progress in Texas. Should have been done years ago. It's being done now. Now they're going over to California. Gavin Newsom is like, come on, come all. So they're flooding yeah. into California. So there I you mean, go. Trump, but, uh, Trump yeah. had, a, had a do, you know, slip to get what he had done on that border wall done. I mean, they did everything they could to block it. So, you know, saying that he didn't finish it is a joke. He would have finished it if he could have. Well, uh, yeah, I, uh, I would have liked to have him start earlier. I would have liked to have him give up on Congress earlier and go to the military route. He did it when he did it. He got 570 miles built. He got a lot done. It wasn't finished. Uh, I do believe, obviously, if he would have been reelected, we would have had, well, I mean, if he would have, you know, gotten into the White House again, I think he was reelected. But if he would have been able to continue, it would have been it would have been finished in short order. Now, not only did Biden stop the the border wall, but he opened up part of the wall to allow easier access for them to uh, come in. And he changed these other policies that we discussed earlier that have been detrimental. But okay, CJ, uh, thank you so much. Appreciate you and uh, appreciate your call. And uh, thanks for sharing with us here on the program. Chad, your thoughts? Well, you think the National Guard standing on the other side of the border is going to scare Mexicans from coming over? No, no, that's, that's, that's laughable. I mean, if they see a National Guardsman, they've got to walk right up to him and say, Hey, Mr. Guardsman, arrest me and take me to the detention center so I can get some free meals, and they can eventually turn me loose. I mean, that's what's going to happen, okay? They're not scared of Guardsmen. They're not afraid of the National Guard because the National Guardsmen just can't, they just can't, they can't shoot illegals on sight. They're not allowed to do that. The illegal immigrants know this. Uh... So if they see a National Guard, they're going to say, hi, Mr. Guardsman, take me to the uh, detention center, please. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're going to do. They'll stay there for a while, and they'll get turned loose. Yeah. That's what will happen. But there will, be, there will be a record on those individuals, so that can help law enforcement. Uh, it is preferable to them just being a, quote, gotaway. I mean, there have been two millions I mean, it, who got away. Yeah, it can help them once they, after they've gotten back in... After they've been released and they've committed a rape or a murder or something like that, but at that point, the damage is done, Jeff. I mean, mm-hmm. so what have you accomplished? Yeah, well, those records will help law enforcement after they commit a crime. Okay, right. great. Wonderful. Congratulations. But uh, let me ask you this. So what should the Texas governor do? Not have the National Guard there? Not put up the barbed wire? What should the Texas governor do? Just allow him to flood into his country? Obviously, he's doing what he can do, right? I mean, you applaud well, the, the, the bar- Texas governor for doing that, right? The barbed wire is a great idea. They can't just shoot them. They can't just shoot them, as you say, right? I mean, so... 
the barbed uh, wire, the barbed wire, the barbed wire will definitely prevent them from coming over. That that, that that's the yeah. solution. The barbed wire, right there. Okay. Yeah. I don't mind having a national guard there as well. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know? I, uh, I don't mind. I don't mind it. But if, if you think it's some kind of magic fix, it's not. I mean, nothing's I, magic. I, I'm not, I'm nothing's not magic. It's just, I am not against having the guard there. But okay. Don't kid yourself about what. Don't kid yourself about what's actually accomplished. That's all I'm saying. I'm not kidding myself. I mean, this is a serious thing. No, no kidding at all. I mean, I, I'm okay. just looking at all the options and seeing what they're doing and and, yeah. and trying to analyze what's best for our country. 504-556-9696. Hey, let's keep it rolling. Let's go way, 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 way up in the north, in the woods, in the country. Words of wisdom now coming from Brother Steve, who joins us. Hey, brother, how are you? Good morning and welcome. How you doing, Brother Jeff? Commissioner, conservative conversation, and it's always wonderful when Mr. Rogers is in the WGSO neighborhood. Appreciate it. How right. y'all doing? Hey, brother. Doing great. I can't believe nobody has mentioned that within the last week, coming over the border, this is why they need people down there. The biggest fentanyl bust in the history of the border. Tons of fentanyl, and they caught them. Nobody's mentioning that. Amazing. There was tons. That's why. Then maybe our children won't die. The other thing is, uh, I want to get to local because of that guy you mm-hmm. had call in today. I think you're on something huge, brother. Is one of the things is on the new the new governor and legislature is going to vote on, you know, doing something for sewage and water board. That's federal government subsidized funds. We just got a uh, permission that these people are going to build a gigantic solar panel Manufacturing outlet financed by federal government subsidies. Carbon capture is going to be subsidized by federal subsidies. Mm-hmm. All of these things they want to do, the offshore wind farms, subsidized by, by federal government subsidies. Now, you explain to me why a conservative Republican would want to take federal money to get jobs, why don't you do something to look forward to, to creating jobs here? Because all you're doing is taking the money from the people that are going to turn this in to, like the Ukraine. We're going to be the bank. The money's going to roll through here to go to politicians and everybody else, just like Ukraine, and we'll be doing the globalist policy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody wants to think about that. Right. But all I've heard is about the conservative jobs and all the money they're going to spend over in New Orleans. Me personally? You got a hundred years of the damage done by the Democrats. They need to buy themselves out instead of Louisiana buying them out every time. Mm. 
Are you? Well, do you I'll want tell your you. Money going to, do you want your money going to clean up New York, Chicago, mm-hmm. Los mm-hmm. Angeles? I'll bet you don't. Right. You don't yep. want your tax money going there. Something very, very strange is going on. When you said there's something going on with the money, there is. Yeah. These are all federally subsidized programs. Right. Wind farms, the battery company that's coming here to make to make the batteries for the car. Yeah. Now right. we're getting the big thing for the panels and everything. Guess what? None of these things are biodegradable. And, and none of these things and, and none of these things are economically feasible without federal subsidies. And Thank you. Uh, those are I do real not, jobs, people. I do not want Louisiana to become the carbon capture capital. Okay, uh, that's insane. But looks like we're on the path to doing that. So we're going to be accepting carbon from all over the country and bearing it under ground here in Louisiana, which, as I've outlined, and our guest outlined, has environmental consequences, potential environmental consequences that are negative. We're in All a right. bad place, well, brother. I'm on your team, bro. Thank you, brother. I thank think you. you have hit on something big time. Well, thank you, brother. We'll keep hitting on it. All right. Brother Steve with us. We'll get Chad's take and get more of your calls when we come back. 504-556-9696 or join us right here on Ringside Politics. Jeff Career with you. Keep it right here on WGSO. If you need storage, there's no place safer or more convenient than Clearview Mini Storage. It's locally owned and operated, open seven days a week, 6.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. You can get storage units of all sizes for every need, and they have the best prices and memory guaranteed. It's monitored 24-7, and for a second floor unit, your first month is free. Contact my friend Tony at 455-2759, that's 455-2759, or learn more at clearviewministorage.com. Hey folks, it's Jeff Cruer. Let me tell you about a company I trust, Eagle Security Systems. They've been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. They provide residential and commercial security and fire systems. They install surveillance camera systems and provide 24-hour alarm monitoring by their central station. Eagle Security Systems can offer cellular interactive service, which allows you, the customer, to control your system from a smart device anywhere. They can take over any existing alarm system and provide cable TV and internet wiring for your home or business. So you're tired of just being a number? Do you want to experience personal service? Then you need to call Eagle Security Systems 504-340-1414 or check out their website eaglesecuritynola.com I trust Eagle Security and you should too and let them protect your home and business with the eyes of an eagle. Hey, it's Jeff Cruer. Is it time to renew your license? The DMV is slow, but Quick Notary is fast. Quick Notary can renew your license fast. So don't waste your time. Save yourself the hassle. Come to Quick Notary for all your DMV services today. They're in Metairie at 1035 Veterans Boulevard, corner West William David. Their other services include vehicle registration renewal, vehicle title transfer, notarizing affidavits or bill of sales, power of attorney, donations, and even will. 
wheels. You can even get your new license plate issued right on the spot. And don't wait for the rush. At Quick Notary, you can get your nationally mandated real ID. They're open until 5.30 p.m. during the week and 4 p.m. on Saturday. For more information, dial 504-598-5666. That's 504-598-5666. Or visit them on Facebook. That's Quick Notary. That's Q-U-I-K Notary. For all your notary services, there's no one quicker or better than Quick Notary. I guarantee it. As parents, we have a lot to be proud of. Our kids are smart, talented, and dedicated, but all of them are at risk. One in three Louisiana high school students use e-cigarettes, and every day more teens struggle with vape-related problems like nicotine addiction and lung damage. The time to talk to your teen is now, and we can help. Get vaping facts, talking tips, and quitting resources at BehindTheHazeLA.com. Sponsored by Louisiana Department of Justice. You know they say a mind is a terrible thing to waste unless no one notices. Call Ringside Politics with a punch, 556-9696. Chad Rogers with us. Jeff Career here. It's Ringside on the Airwaves on WGSO. All right, Chad, any comments before we get back to some calls? Chad, you good? Yeah, hey, what's up? Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, let's get back to some phone calls then. 504-556-9696. Marshall checking in with us on the North Shore. What's happening, Marshall? How are you? Good morning and welcome. Hey, hey, Jeff. Uh, you know, this thing uh, with this killing of this uh, young woman in Georgia, it's home. Uh, my granddaughter goes to uh, Georgia, lives in Athens, and she is petrified. A lot of mm-hmm. these girls run around Athens. This is going to happen again. Joe Biden has blood on his hands. He was flown in. I'm assuming he was flown in or bust in by Joe Biden. And the Republicans, I'm sorry to say, give the money to these departments to buy all this jet fuel and diesel fuel and pay millions of dollars bust these people in. That's something Donald Trump never did. People forget that. So when they say it's, you know, Joe Biden's going to blame the Republicans, but mm-hmm. he flows, he flying these people in and Mayorkas should be brought up on criminal charges for this. This is not the first time. How many women, United States women citizens are condemned to death by these Democrats? And not one, not one Democrat has ever in public said, hey, this is wrong. It needs to stop. So this right. is just a this is just something that they they think that this is this is collateral damage and it's fine. So, uh, your yeah, thoughts, I, your- my <laughs> prayers for your your granddaughter there, my friend, and for all the uh, young women in that area that have to uh, live there and yeah. uh, deal they are, with the, they are the problem. completely scared and petrified yeah. of yeah. going outside right now. I bet they are. So thank you, Jeff. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Good to hear from you. Marshall in the North shore. And uh, that is what they call a sanctuary city. So they're uh, saying, Hey, come one, come all, uh, you'll be welcomed here. Uh, legal, illegal, doesn't matter. Uh, Chad, any comments, sir? Well, the concern about all this, Crowing about sanctuary cities really kind of ignores the real problem. It's like sanctuary cities would be irrelevant if there were. The only reason 
Sanctuary cities wouldn't matter if there were no illegals to provide sanctuary to. You understand? Um, I mean, it's like, if they're not here to provide sanctuary to, so what? Um, the fact that they're getting in is a problem, right? So stop them before yeah. anybody can... Stop them before anybody can grant them sanctuary. That's you know what I'm saying. That's what we need to do. Yeah, but you're not condoning sanctuary cities, are you? I mean, that's a, a city of that denies cooperation in enforcing immigration law. No, so they of say not. they're Absolutely a sanctuary not. city and say, "Hey, we're not going to enact any measures or policies." Welcome, no, I'm, come on I'm, in. No, I'm, no, I'm not against right. sanctuary cities. But what does that really okay. mean? Does that, does that mean the cops are not going to arrest people? Does that mean the cops won't? Yeah, I mean, so I mean, they're not going to cooperate with the national government enforcing immigration law. So yeah. they're, they're declaring themselves a sanctuary for illegals, and uh, they want to welcome them. So they yeah. flood there, and that's why Athens, Georgia, is a place where this young lady was killed, is a sanctuary city. And that's why when the mayor I mean, got up at his press conference— you had a lot of people uh, yelling at him, and the police chief is on camera saying, "Hey, we're not going to, we're not going to enforce any laws." Uh, so the police chief has already been uh, on record being in favor of their sanctuary status. So I mean, I'm, a, I'm opposed I, to yeah, I'm opposed yeah. to sanctuary cities, but but once again, all sanctuary cities is, is, is like the the, lo- the local government saying we're not going to. We're not going to. Mm-hmm. It's the local government saying we're not going to enforce federal immigration laws. I mean, technically, it's not really their job. To, enforcing mm-hmm. immigration law is a federal responsibility. It's not the local responsibility. They should mm-hmm. do it. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, it, right. it's the federal government's responsibility. Is what I'm saying. Um, yeah, and but if they arrest someone who's committed a crime and that individual uh, got here illegally, uh, they should notify ICE and that person should oh, yeah. be deported. But I mean, sure, that doesn't absolutely. happen. Yeah, know. absolutely. All right, uh, Chad Rogers with us, Jeff Career here. Let's get the other side of the political equation. Caller goes by the handle, the flaming liberal is on with us, calling in from Atlanta, Georgia, not far from Athens. Uh, flaming liberal, good morning. Yes, Welcome. calling in from my remodeled penthouse apartment high above Atlanta. Jeff, you and your guests might want to sit down for this, and I hate to be a bearer of bad news, but uh, your guests, yes, you're not so esteemed guests, Ashton O'Dwyer. Is it not true, or is it true, Mr. O'Dwyer was indicted for threatening a federal judge and permanently disbarred by the uh, Louisiana State Supreme Court? Uh-oh! I, I thought I'd, I wouldn't believe this guy if he told me what time of day it is. I mean, uh, he talked about President uh, Biden, uh, I think, being a pedophile. Well, I don't know of any indictments the president's ever been received for that, has ever had for that, but I know Trump's in a, what, isn't he adjudicated civil uh, rapist and uh, fraud stuff? But, Jeff, by the way, did I forget my romance to tell you let, that my, ro- my romance novel, me Memoir s- of an Office Affairs, available at Kendall by David you, C. Bell at Amazon? You've mentioned that. You've mentioned that. Fun, but let sure. me just say this that about Ashton uh, O'Dwyer's background that you say, like, you're, you're making a big bombshell. He's admitted that. He's talked about that on the air. So oh, well, he's been very open. He, he's been well, very he open about all of that. Phone. I mean, I've had him on the program for years, so he's talked about all those situations. He disputes those charges, obviously. Oh, of course. And uh, gives his side like of the Trump story, but we, we, we've never tried to hide his uh, his background. All right, uh, so flaming liberal, um, and we only have thirty seconds. Your prediction is it? Will Joe Biden be the nominee? Will Joe Biden win, flaming liberal? Well, I expect so, but it, it's nip and tuck. By the way, Jeff, Jeff when are we going to okay. bring back the flaming liberal debates? I think it'd be great for <laughs> the right. ratings. 
All right, my friend. Yes, uh, thank you, Flaming Liberal. We'll see what we can do there. Uh, all right, uh, Flaming Liberal says uh, it's nip and tuck. Uh, you agree with that, Chad Rogers? Sure, find me a nominee. At this point, it looks like he's going to be. I'm not really going to predict things, but to me, the guy's in bad shape. I don't, really, I don't think you might dispute that. But he's, you know, well, wait, he just got a clean bill of health from his doctor. That's right. So, hey, and uh, <laughs> he didn't get a cognitive test because the, the, uh, the doctor said, hey, it's not necessary. So you heard the man. <laughs> right. You heard the man. He said it's not necessary. He's fine. So he's all good. Gosh. Thumbs yeah. up, green light, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Uh, well, that's, uh, that's what I guess the American people will have to determine whether they believe that or not. I don't think so. And uh, I do predict Donald Trump is going to win, but we shall see. As always, good debate, good discussion. Chad Rogers will link to where people can get more information. It's thedeadpelican.com. Thank you, sir. All right, uh, folks, thanks to Patty in the studio and everybody who contributed today, our great guests, our great callers, uh, those who listen and email. Spread the word about the program. Thanks for joining us 7 to 11 weekdays right here on WGSO. Folks, have a great rest of the day, and we'll see you tomorrow on WGSO.